Hello, and welcome to Wondrous Realms Podcast Group. This is my impression of Tyler, and it's not very good, but hey. <laughs> we don't all have a, a voice for radio, unfortunately. It's God, um, I don't know why, but all I can think is you as fucking Tor in the Turtle scene. Tor in the Turtle. Oh, no. oh, that's another story. Uh, I, am, I am Greg, uh, and I am your Hi, DM. Hi, Greg. Hi. I am your DM for today, along with uh, Aaron, Maddie, Tyler, and... Hi. Huh? Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, uh, Nick is here as well, and my wife Samantha's giving it a Woo! shot. Okay. Uh, we're trying out. <laughs> we're trying out another um, another way of doing this without everybody in person. Um, Tyler and Maddie are both off-site, uh, and we're using this through Discord. So hopefully things work smoothly. Um, so without further ado, I think we shall begin. Sweet. So, <clears throat> oh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves real quick, your characters? Well, we sure. can either oh, do sure. that before we start Who playing. Wants to go first? We can either do that before we start playing, or we can introduce them as our characters come up. Although I don't know if like all of our characters. Oh, are you know what? I have a I have a way of okay. So okay, uh, I think I have a way of doing this. So okay, whatever is fine. Yep. All right. So the story begins. Everybody in the party wakes up finding themselves in a very well-lit room. It is very large in size, with towering ceilings and paintings covering the walls depicting different places in the world, many that they do not recognize. You are not alone, but it is hard to pick up one face from the other since there are at least a couple hundred others in this room with you. Oh, jeez. You said it's a large room, though? It's a very large room. What is the, like, space ratio between people? Are we, like... Six foot. We need... It's <laughs> Corona. Social distancing. No, um, yeah, it's. I mean, there's probably a couple feet between people. This is a very large, very large building. So I wouldn't feel like necessarily claustrophobic no, or anything. No, no, okay. uh, you're confused. If anything, yeah, um, definitely. How did I get here? How did you get here? That is a great question. Do we um, all have our stuff and all that? Yeah, is this, everybody. Is this us waking up, or are we just resuming from this point? Uh, right. you are waking up essentially. Okay. Um, but you find yourself standing in place. You don't Ooh. recall how you got here. Ooh. However, as you look around, you notice that it is very uh, ornate looking, very clean. Um, there is a massive staircase going upwards and a hallway that splits into two directions. Aside from that is a large counter with books and scrolls stacked upon, upon themselves. There are books? There are books. Are there? Okay. Okay. Um... As you are standing, trying to get a getting your sense of bearing, we're gonna go around the table and uh, digital audio table, uh, and <laughs> a being who doesn't exactly have a I don't want to say solid face, but you can kind of tell from like their um, like there's something about them that seems to be constantly changing. They don't have a distinguished like face or body type or whatever, and they're going to start approaching. And we'll start with Aaron. And the person takes out a clipboard, and they take out a pen, they said, name please. Nori. Nori, hmm, uh, Fair Striker? Yeah. Okay, oh, um, oh, please. Sorry. and this would be a good opportunity to like describe your character, um, just like, let's say out game, you're describing what your character okay. looks like after they take your name. Okay, so I am a seven foot two, um, Goliath fighter named Nori Fairstriker Bithnos. I have a background as a soldier. 
I got started as a kid because it ran in my family. Um, but I realized that what I like doing most is fighting for people who can't. So I just kind of stuck with that. And I'm a well-respected champion from where I'm from because I do things so fairly. Um, got like black hair that looks almost blue, gray skin, um, bright blue eyes, and I'm about 28 years old. Dopey dope. And what's your race again? I'm sorry. Um, I'm a Goliath. Goliath. Oh. Mm-hmm. I normally go very small, but today, today you are a toll. <laughs> you are a toll. <laughs> I, I am a toll. So this, uh, so this person who is sitting here taking your notes, she, uh, they, uh, finish writing down your information, and they reach in, and they say, ah, yes, three fifteen, and they're gonna hand you a key. And with that, they're gonna disappear. Okay. On to the next one, Maddie. The person takes out their notepad. Name, please. Can I have a quick question? Yeah. This person, so this person, this is the same person who asked Aaron um, the character question? It's hard to distinguish because their appearance changing. is constantly changing. My main okay. question was going to be, did they, did they like walk over to Maddie's character? or No, it was just kind of like a pop in. Cool. I would cool, say cool, this cool. is probably a simultaneous thing happening. Okay, okay. So Maddie, if you would like to introduce your character. But it's a similar interface. Me, yes. Okay. <laughs> um... Orofina Lyasis. She is um, an elf, and she kind of looks like Toriel from The Hobbit. Um, <gasps> Precious. I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> Precious. And uh, N. Oh, you're and cutting out. Hang on. She's good. She's good enough. Okay. And that's about it. Okay. Um, the clerk is going to finish writing down your information and hand you a key as well, with the number 312 on it. Next, we're going to go to Tyler. 312 what? 312 is the number on your key. The interface thing, the shifting person thing, gave you a key, Maddie. Sorry. Okay, sorry, you guys are putting out a little bit, so I'm just trying to piece it all together. Yep. Okay. Alright, so Tyler, you're okay. next. Oh, me? Yes. Okay. Um... I will be playing uh, Mitchell Corky, uh, a human rogue, uh, about uh, six foot tall, uh, wearing uh, dark leather and a hood, and um, that's about it. Cool. Uh, The clerk is going to finish writing your information down and hand you another key with a tag that says 309 on it. Three zero nine. Okay. All right, Sierra, you're next. Okay. So my character um, goes by the name Quantide Hill. Uh, this is her new given name. Her uh, original name, Greg. I don't know if this will matter for your interface thing. Was Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um. So she is a half elf character um, who is a warlock. She doesn't appear like a half-elf anymore, though. Her patron was the Archfey, and uh, she was raised in a human town with no knowledge of her elfish history, and everyone kind of treated her weird and called her, like, a changeling child. So she um, spent most of her life... She ran away and spent most of her life trying to, to research, um, like, why she was different, and she wanted uh, knowledge and power to kind of learn more about, like, her past and her heritage. So when she was granted her powers by the Archfey, um, her hair turned silvery white. So she's got this long silvery white, like pin straight hair. Like it's very straight, long hair. Um, it's very well kempt. She has pale, almost like porcelain color skin. 
Uh, and her mm -hmm. eyes are actually a really bright gold color, so she looks very unnatural, very ethereal. She does have the pointed elf ears, and uh, she appears to be in her 30s. Uh, but she is possibly older than that, and she wears kind of like these long um, robes, essentially. The color is like a deep purple, and uh, yeah, she's pretty, pretty dope. So she is, um, she also has kind of isolated herself from people, so now that she's waking up in this room full of people, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she sees that, like countertop full of books and scrolls and becomes very interested and um you'll actually see amongst her belongings she has a book of her own as well that is um like black leather bound and it has like a purple insignia Ooh. on it so Ooh. yeah it's fancy so she's kind of like holding on to that possession a bit tighter than everything else um but she, I remember, she, we have all our equipment and stuff, right? Like yeah, we've got everything. Okay, so yeah, so she wakes up and she's standing up. And um, this is also unusual for her because she doesn't sleep. So. Interesting. Yeah, she, that was part of why she always knew she was different from humans originally before her appearance was changed because uh, no one could get her to fall asleep. And, uh, sleep, yeah, yeah and some other stuff. So she is very fucking perplexed right now. Very nice. <laughs> Uh, with that, she is going, or the uh, the clerk is going to take out another key with the tag three thirteen and hand it off to you, okay. and then pop away. Nick. Hmm. Oh, what? Hello. We need your name, please. Who needs my name? What? Just I need your name for your room. Who the fuck are you? That's not important. I need the name for your room, please. Where am I? You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Ooh. Oh. Oh, is geez. this is this the bad place? <laughs> <laughs> this is all the same question. Did, um, uh, did I have it? It was the fucking the couch, and I can't feel it. Name, please. Um, <clears throat> Ox. Ox Bowman. Mm. Ah, okay. We have you right here. Would you like to describe your character? Yes, he is. Um, he's a little over four foot. Um, he's kind of like a. He's not a big. Dwarf, like he, he's a bit more lean than most dwarfs, but he's still got that stocky build. Um, he's got long braided uh, auburn hair, um, and then like he's got a beard too. That's also got like two braids and shit. Um, and uh, when he's wearing his armor, he has uh, special spiked armor um, that is mostly like black and gold. <laughs> it's, it's more gold than it is black. Okay. It's like gold with like black and lace. Um, but yeah, and uh, he likes his axes. He carries three axes with him at all times. Very nice. Alright, the clerk is going to finish writing your information down, hand you a key with 311 written on it, and then they're going to pop away. Wait, but what's this for? Last up, Samantha. So, my character is Mella. Mella. I am a high elf druid. Hey. I'm a, a high elf? elf druid. I don't need to be loud. You will just listen to what I say <laughs> and <laughs> This is Sam's first D&D experience, by the okay. way. I can't so, tell if she's just being her teacher self or if she's actually in character right now. You don't need to know. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so I'm a female high elf, about six foot, 
silver skin, purple hair. Eyes are usually gold. I don't know what else you want me to say. That's okay. I mean, if that's all you want to put that's in there, it's not yeah. a big deal. Um, Maddie can't hear everyone's names because yeah. it cut yep. out. So can I'm we go gonna, around I'm, real quick and I'm just send, say I took a picture of the list of names and I'll send it to the group chat. Okay. That should be good. All right. I apologize if my scribble chicken scratch is ineligible, but uh, let me know when it comes through for you guys on that end. It just popped up. Cool beans. All right. So uh, you receive the key as well for number 310 before the clerk passes or uh, passes away, pops away. Uh, at that moment, because this is all simultaneously happened, at this moment, a person uh, appears at the desk with all the books, and uh, they project their voice over everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. You are where you belong. You are to follow your key code, or your, the number on your key, and find your assigned rooms. Have a great day and welcome. And with that, they're going to pop away, and you're going to start seeing people walking down uh, towards the massive staircase and down the hallway that splits into two directions and you kind of start feeling the force of these people moving kind of dragging you along um what type of books are at the countertop can i like see any um make an investigation check sure getting some strong vibes now okay well i rolled a 12 i gotta check my investigation bonuses real quick so for investigation, I actually get a plus four, so that's a 16. I would say, um, due to the sheer amount of books, it's kind of hard to distinguish what they are exactly, but you're noticing that a lot of them have dates written across them, I like am, on the binding. I am very interested in the books. <laughs> and this, uh, um... I'm going to leave it at that, actually. Okay. So. Um, while everyone's kind of making their way to the hallways, is it possible for me to attempt to get closer to the desk? Uh, go ahead and make a agility check. So would that be just like a regular dex? Or? Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. There this technically is isn't an official agility uh, description, so like... Is um, she? Tr are you saying to like push through the crowd? Yeah, trying to maneuver your way. That'd well, probably be more like athletics. Athletics, yeah, that's what I meant then. So go ahead and do an athletics check. Okay. Uh, athletics five. Are... Five. You are having a very hard time making it through this dense amount of people uh, moving towards the stairs and the hallways and whatnot. Okay, so like I'm trying to make my way to this very interesting desk, and you're saying I'm essentially kind of being pushed. You're along kind of with the yeah. Crowd. I mean, there's people okay. of all varying sizes and races and whatnot pushing through, so it's kind of hard to push through, especially when you have like Goliaths in your way, and okay. you know. So, um, would you like to? Um, okay, how about this? As you guys are um, getting a little closer, you start noticing that there is a massive banner over the. Um, the entryway to the hallway, stating, Welcome to the Inter Inn! And, uh, obviously that is, you know, you kind of figure out that, oh, hey, that's the name of this place, but how did you get here? Have I ever heard of this place before? Make a history check. Okay, that's a seven, and... History is plus four as well, so that is an 11. Nope. You have never heard of the Inter Inn again, uh, before. Is it written in common? Yes. Okay. Um, ba So, um, I would say at this point, you guys haven't gotten to each other yet. Where right. would you like to go? 
Um, I would probably be looking around and like asking, like, does anyone know what the fuck is going on? Uh, oddly enough, most of the people in your general vicinity just seem to like. It almost seems like they don't hear you. They don't Ooh. seem to notice you're there, or the fact that they're amongst other people. They're kind of just going with the flow. Mm. Grumpy. Do I do I see like the the doors or the rooms where I need to go? This three Um, you do notice that the um hallway that splits off into two directions. One says three hundred one to five hundred on the left, and then. 501 to 700 to the right. Okay, so I'll probably take a look at my key and be like, oh, I'm going to regret this. Gonna make and it. start uh, walking towards the 300. Okay, so Nick's heading towards the hallway. How about the rest of you guys? Real quick, about those books you said that I saw that had, like, dates on the side. Were the dates relevant to, like, the current time frame? Are they, like, different years, different months, different days? Are they... I wouldn't going to say that you recognize there's hundreds and hundreds of books okay. and scrolls and whatnot, but you do happen to see dates that you recognize, like years okay. specifically. I just meant like, is it like, do these appear to be dates like present dates? Are they past dates? Do I not really know? Uh, past and present. Okay. Beep, beep. Is coming up for you? Uh oh, I'm sorry. Better. Maddie's it's cutting out for her, so she's asking Tyler if it's cutting out for Tyler. Tyler? A bit. Okay. Um, I can try to speak a little slower so that it, you know, maybe works out better. Okay, so um, Nick is heading towards the hallway. Aaron, where would you like to head? Um, I'm probably going to be looking for, like, 315... Okay, so um, you're... Yeah. I would say you're also probably heading towards yeah. the hallway then. Yeah. Uh, Tyler? Yes. Where would you like to head? Towards the uh, staircase or towards the hallways? Uh, I'll take the staircase. Okay. Uh, Maddie? Maddie! I don't think she can hear you. Oh, no. Okay, well, Samantha, where would you like to... <sighs> what was my room number again? Um, the key number? 310. I will also head down the 300 hallway. Okay. Um, Rhea, Sierra? Um, well, you said that I was, I was trying to make my way to the desk, but then the crowd was pushing me. Is there, like, a certain direction that I'm stuck in that I'm kind It's of being... almost like getting stuck in, like, uh, like a white water where you're kind of just getting bounced away around in either direction. If you were to, like, focus yourself in one direction, you would be able to break through and follow the proper tide. Is there any kind of direction as to, like, what the difference between the staircase and the hallway is? Like, are there different levels? Is The staircase, I mean, what do you mean, like... Well, my room is, like... 300 and, oh my gosh, 313, yeah, so, like, is there any, you know, like, when you go to a sporting event or, like, a theater and stuff, they have, and they like, have, signs like, signs, yeah, that show, like, sections 101 through 106 and stuff like yeah. that, so is there any that's indication? Pretty, yeah, that's what I was, what he was able to notice was okay. that the left hallway was saying, like, 300 to 500, and then the right hallway was, uh, 500 okay. to 700. I would probably head in the direction that the numbers matching my key card would go to, because I want to know what this place is. Alright, and 
Did we hear back from Maddie at all or no? Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Okay. We couldn't, okay. We couldn't hear you for a minute, but you're clear now. Okay. Um, where does the staircase go? It goes up. That's all you know. Do we see what, like where the end of it goes? No. Mm, good question. So asking about environment is very important. Yes. I'm gonna go up the staircase. Okay, so Tyler and Maddie are going towards the staircase. And as you approach the staircase, an employee in a very nice red suit walks up and he says, Hello, folks. Can I see your key, please? I hand him my key. And he's going to take a look and he's like, Oh, you're just like the guys at the fucking Huntington Center. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's gonna be like, oh, see, um, uh, Orifina, your name or your key is actually for room three twelve. You're going in the wrong direction. This is not where you belong. Do you need any help today? Pretty much. I know more than you. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you kind of get the same spiel, Tyler. He's like, oh, wait a second, you are not where you belong. I'm not. Oh, I see. This is uh, the five hundreds, huh? Absolutely. Well, yes and no. The, what's important is that your key number is 309, which means you need to go to 309. So what's going on up there, then? That is information for people who belong up there. Mm. Who belongs up there? On up there. Yeah. Ooh. Well, that's not important. Please go to your rooms and check in, please. I don't think I want to go to my room. <laughs> <laughs> in the 500s. Sir, I would not want you to demote you to a lower room. Ooh. What happens then? We we don't. Oh, did, oh so you went up the staircase, so you do I'm hear that, yes. No. No, that's okay. We trade for neat rooms. The rooms upstairs are for the more extravagant guests. I can't I say see. anything because well, I'm up there. That's classic. Okay. That's classist, is what Orofina said. Arrange something. I'm sorry, but if you are offering me a bribe, I will have no choice but to put you in a lower room. Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you just all of a sudden. Girl, you just cut out completely. Wow, that is really weird. Keep letting us know that so we can go back, guys. Okay. So, yeah, he's essentially like, look, I don't take offers, and, or uh, bribes, and if you continue to bribe me, I will be forced to put you in a lower room. Please return to your room where you belong. Oh, nobody said anything about a bribe, man. I was just wondering if, you know, how does one get to a higher position? That is out of your control, unfortunately. Ah, fuck this place. I'm going back down. (laughs) (laughs) At the bottom of the stairs, you run into a small boy in a raggedy outfit who doesn't seem to, like, it... His clothing just doesn't seem something you're accustomed to. It's very old-fashioned. And he's almost... He appears to be crying. And he looks to you and... Huh? I said, weird kid. Weird kid. I see you, Greg. He approaches you and says, can you please help me find my room? I'm really scared, and I don't know what's going on. What does your key say? 318. All right, well, you're down the hall with us, too, so come on, step lively. 
All right, you guys make your way downtown, walking fast. <laughs> there it is! <laughs> I want t-shirts that say that now. Yeah. All right, so you make your way into the hallway, and conveniently, your neighbors are each other. Whoa! Man! <laughs> Who said What are the odds? <laughs> What do you do with your neighbors? Um, I'm well. I'm gonna look over at uh, Maddie's uh, character, uh, Orfina, and uh, I'll just say, uh, "Boy, these people are really uptight around here, aren't they?" Do I hear that? They're something else. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are like, you know, Finally, I someone who agrees. They get out there, and they just don't want to tell us what's what. I say we find out. What's been yeah, going on with I you I think guys? we should. But first, I want to see what my room's like. Yes. Yeah, right. bar. So is there anything <laughs> on the doors? Just for your room numbers. That's it? Yep, just your room numbers. Can we go in other people's rooms? <laughs> if they let us in? Yes, if they let you in. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Have we ever met each other before? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Do, do any of you know what the fuck is going on? Not really. Do we look like we know what's going on? Chill out. <laughs> no, all I know is is that I have a key, I have a room, and there better damn well be a mini bar because I want to get schnockered. I just. I like you. I just want to try to use my key to go in my room. I'm not paying attention to my neighbors. Okay, okay so I'm also going into my room. Yeah. So, you all enter your rooms, and there's nothing really like extravagant about these rooms. They're very much so oh. like your middle-of-nowhere motel kind of rooms. Ugh. However, oh, you do right. notice... Is there a Bible in the table? <laughs> you do... <laughs> you do notice... You leave his Bible in the room? <laughs> you do notice that on the walls are photos of you and your family members. Oh. Oh. Now, are they from multiple times in our lives, or are they from a specific time? Multiple times in your life. Um... I have a question um, about my walls. Okay. Because, as you know in my backstory, I was raised by my human father, and then, like, I ran away, basically. And I never knew my mother. Would there be any female figures on my walls? Mmm. Go ahead and make an investigation. Like an elf woman or anything? Natural 20. Whew. And then investigation's a plus four, so it's a 24. I would say you do look around and you do notice this elf woman. However, it conveniently, these photos or paintings or whatever have this lovely little sun glare right across her face. So you have no clear indication of what she looks like. Because, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Bitch. But you can probably attest that it is your mother. Okay. Just from knowing that. So is, she... it, is it just like actual blood family? Yeah, I would say it's immediate My, family member. Um, does she does she appear like so you said I just can't really see her face, but like do I attain any other details from her? Like, um, her, like clothing or like how she appears? Because my father named me Adelaide because that name actually means like um, noble and like noble woman. Mm -hmm. And he always called my mother a noble woman, but wouldn't give me any actual information on her. 
Um, and it was apparent that he loved my mother and for some reason they weren't together and that's why he didn't treat me the best. Like, he made sure I was fed and clothed and stuff, but he basically was like a distant father figure, right. so which is part of why I left. So I was um, curious did, if I did see... do some like research into like um, like Elven culture and whatnot. Yes, so. but I've never like I like found anything about my my birth mother. So I was curious like what her appearance may be in this image. If possible. Okay. Um, I would say it's actually there's one photo in particular uh, of your assumed mother and father, and um, he's wearing your you know the standard clothing that you've seen him many times as you. Grew up, yeah. And your mother was wearing uh, a very traditional, like elvish gown, so it might have been yeah. some kind of celebration or party or something. Okay. Um. So from that, you can clearly attest that she is of elven lineage. And okay. cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So yeah, the rooms are very kind of this gray and non-individual. The only Oakley, you gotta stop that, bro. That's so much. <laughs> Um, the only thing that really stands out is the, uh, photos on, on the wall of your family members. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna go over to my, uh, family pictures and, uh, can I take it off the wall? Yes, you can. Alright, well, I'm just going to pick them up, put them down, and, uh, is there a minibar in here? Mmm, <laughs> make an investigation. I was gonna say, I also want to look for a minibar in my... You may also make an investigation check. Okay. Well, I got an 11. Uh, 18. Despite how intensely you are looking around, you cannot find any alcohol in this room. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> are there windows? Great question. Go ahead and make an investigation check. So is it this one? D20, it's a D20, yeah. It's yeah. going to always be the D20 pretty much, unless I'll Until tell you when it's not. Yeah. Okay, so what do I look for? So this is where you go to those skills that I told you about. So you want to click on this little grid down here. And you're going to go skills. And for investigation, you have a plus two, two to add two plus to your... 11, so 13. Um, you find sheer curtains on the wall. But if you were to pull them back, you would notice that it is a solid wall behind it. There's no natural light coming inside of this uh, room. Sounds like a great place. It's a typical studio apartment in New York. Great. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. So, would you guys like to stay in your rooms or maybe not? I honestly uh, think... Is there anything in my room that indicates what you're supposed to do here other than... Um, no. I mean, there's a table, there's a chair, there's a bed, and your curtains and photos, and that's pretty much it. I want to go to, because I'm assuming I saw, like, them going to their rooms and all that, too. Sure. The guy who talked about looking for a bar, too, I want to ask see if he has a bar that he's willing to share with me. Go for it. All right, let me go up to the door and I'll knock on the door. Tyler, I'm knocking on your door. Uh, okay. What? What is it? Yeah, um, did, you mentioned, uh, bar, right? I don't have one either. Uh. <laughs> what room is Tyler's character's room? Tyler's in 309. Okay. okay. So he would be, um, 
two doors down to your right. Yeah. Thank I was you. just, if they were my immediate neighbor, I would probably be like, what's going on? But Your immediate neighbor there. would be Nick, so you probably would have heard him leave his room. Great. Does anybody know where a guy can get a drink? I want to go see if between the photos of all my neighbors, if we have any people in common. Ooh. Go ahead. Uh, who would you like to check on first? I want to check on uh, whoever Tyler's character is. He sounds smart. <laughs> <laughs> 309. Uh, yeah, you are actually you're right across the hall from him, so that is uh, Mitchell. So and I'm like actually go, at his door too. Would you like to go knock on his? No, I'm just gonna go in. It oh. sounds like it's already open, and I don't need to knock. There you go. How do you react, Mr. Butler? So she just walks into my room. Just straight up walked into your room. Who does she think she is? Okay. I'm just going to look at her, and I'm just going to say, "Are you supposed to be the serving girl? Because oh. there's no booze in this room." First of all, fuck you. Hey. Second of all, oh. at least you're looking at the pictures and not just looking for booze. I want to get the fuck out of here. What do you have so far? And I'm also well, seeing if there's I'm any similarities in pictures. Make an investigation check. Gonna roll that again. 19 plus 2 makes it an unnatural 21. So if it's ever 20 or higher after adding your pluses, you want to make sure you tell them it's an unnatural because there Unless is Unless the die actually says 20. If it's a, if the die says 20, then it's a natural 20, but otherwise... Because so you have the plus 2 from investigation. Yes. So it's going to be an unnatural 21. Um, I would say... She's very good. You're looking through some of the photos, and you don't recognize anybody, but in the background of one of his uh, family members' old photos, you see someone you recognize uh, from your own family line. Who is it? Uh, it's just some great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother or something like that. You are very old, too. I know. I'm 420. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sam, you're going to do great. Thanks. I'm trying. Okay. So, I'm recognizing that I have a really old family member in his photo. Maybe there's somebody in my photos that he would recognize. Can I show him my photos? Sure, if you'd like. All right. You coming over or not? Let's remember to project a little bit and talk slowly, guys. It's still Sorry. really patchy for the other two, and they are having a hard time keeping up. They feel like they're missing stuff, so... Okay. So who's Tyler's character's name? Tyler is, uh, Mitchell. So, Mitchell! Yeah? Okay, so I'm looking at your photos, and I see a really old relative of mine. Come look through the photos in my room and see if there's anyone on your wall. I'm trying to connect these dots. This was not created by accident. There is a reason here, and I'm trying to figure it out. Um, all right. Okay. All right, Tyler, go ahead and make an investigation oh. check. Okay. That's, uh... That's a 10. You're too distracted by the fact that you really could go for a drink right now to actually notice if you know anybody in those photos. 
I don't see anybody in these things. Alright, you gonna stay in that room or you guys? No, can I take the photo of my relative from his room and just like keep it and try to connect dots? Can I take photos out of other people's rooms? That is up to the owner of that room. Can I take this photo? I don't think you care. <laughs> Go ahead, take it. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. And I leave. <laughs> yeah. I love her. As you're walking out the door, you notice that there are a couple people walking through the hallway, uh, and it's a variety of uh, outfits again. And you start to notice that not all these people are dressed the same way, and you recognize that some of the outfits are a lot older than some of the other ones. Surprise! You're at a convention! Yay! No. <laughs> I guess my first... Because you're old, so you recognize those patterns. Yeah. That's cool. Do these people, even though they're wearing outfits of different time eras, do they look the same age or look as old as that time era style? They're, they look about the same age. Okay, so my first thought is that wherever we are defies the laws of time. And... That's where I'm at right now because. Do you want to share I'm, that with your neighbors, or are you gonna keep that to yourself? I'm gonna find the next person from my area that looks intelligent because I'm probably like sulking outside of my room. Two brains are better than one. Okay, but you're the one that was like also looking for a drink, so I'm not dealing with y'all. Can okay. I open my door and just kind of like poke my head out and be? Can you all keep it down? I'm trying to work something out here. Can you tell me where to get a drink? And that's what's going to have me go to her room. She's I would actually... honestly just be standing in my doorway watching hey. the ball go down. Oh, please. All right, so you're going to go into uh, Eddie's, 80s? 80s room? Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, you look like you're actually trying to figure this out. What have you figured out so far? I, um... You're going to listen in on the conversation. Taking it back for a minute because I see an elf in front of me and I'm like, oh, like crazy. Like, are you excited. my mom? No. <laughs> are you my mommy? Oof. Um, no, but I see. Oh no, you figured it out. Yeah, I see an actual, like, full blooded high elf in front of me, which is pretty uh, intense because I've spent a long time studying them. So I don't say anything for a minute because I go from, like, looking at my pictures to looking at this person and just kind of being, like, creepy quiet for a minute. And, um,. I just say, I I don't know where they've obtained these. And I kind of am getting closer to it. And you said, is it a photograph or is it a painting? Because you've described it as both. Is it easy to be able to tell what medium this is? Um, it's a it's a mixture of both just because of what's available in the room. I would say, like, the older ones are, older portraits are paintings and uh, newer ones are more photographic. But it's like a black and white kind of photo. Like have, I, have I ever heard of a photograph? Make a history check. <laughs> Unnatural 21. You have never heard of a photograph so, before. This but is it's a uncanny very, how accurate this is. This is such a book. very nice painting. It has such high detail. These, um, these paintings seem to be a variety of quality. Um, unfortunately, though, not all of mine have turned out, so I haven't been able to discern much yet, but I am... Um, very, very curious as to why these are here and why I am here. Do you know what this place is? I haven't figured that out yet. 
What's your um? What is your room number? Oh, oh please stop, dude. I forget. What's her room number? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, three ten. Three ten. I was uh wondering if perhaps they had grouped us based on race, but uh, I see that our other um our other neighbors appear to be of a variety of uh, races and places. Um, do tell me, what is your specialty? What, um, uh, as a fellow elf, I know that there are many types of magic and abilities. Perhaps that may be what we all share in common, and maybe that is why we're all here together. You're, I'm asking you what your class is. So you're a druid. I'm, I'm a druid. So you, you do nature magic. Nature magic, yeah. a high appreciation of the natural order of everything around me. I see. I'm gonna overhear her theory and all that. I'm, I'm just gonna. <laughs> this has nothing to do with magic. You wanna chime in? Mr. Boo's here? What do you got to say? I know you're listening. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that I want to get out of here. And if you guys are trying to get out of here, I would like to help. Alright. I'm going to come out of my room all seven foot two of me. Does she have to hunch through the door? Do I? Do I have to duck? Um, can we pause real quick? Maddie yep. is asking if Aaron could just call Maddie and put her on speaker because she can't understand anything that's happening. Yes, that's fine. So if we're going to try that for now. Go ahead and pause the recording part. Uh, yeah. We will be right back once we figure out this stuff. Technical difficulty. All right, so do I just hit the record button again? Uh, no, you, there should be, like, a pause, pause button. And we're back. Hopefully, uh, we'll do a little better this time. We're doing the best we can, trying some new technology stuff. So, um... Beep, 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 beep. Okay, so what was happening... Hey... Oakley, you're not making this any easier, bud. Um, so what had happened is that basically Nick was kind of moping outside his room. Um, Tyler let um, Sam's character take one of his pictures because one of her ancestors was in one of his pictures. Like someone she recognized from her family photos was in um, his family photos. Oakley, dude. And... Uh, uh, Sam and I were talking because we're trying to figure out why we're all in like the same row and um, we were trying to see if it was race or like our abilities or what but so far we haven't found any connection so that's all that's pretty much happened okay cool so does everyone feel kind of caught up now yes uh -huh. okay all right give me one second we're relocating the dog because he's being he's a being a little crazy he's not being bad he's just puppy he's excited yeah. and he's being a little noisy which isn't helping with cutting out i think that's part of the problem give me one second talk some among yourselves yeah talk about the weather hey it's snow today it's cold. yeah it was in the high 60s yesterday and it's snowing today mm-hmm Thank you. So, yeah. I'm trying to think of yeah. why my character is here and yeah. why I am placed next to these people. Yeah. Because it seemed certain people 
had different room numbers, and certain areas were off limits for people with a certain room number. So, my character is like, hmm. See, like, I'm still trying to get an idea of how my character feels Mm -hmm. about the situation, because she's used to war. She's used to being put together with a lot of other random people. Okay. But, like, like, (laughs) is she even, does she care about getting out? Right. I'm not sure if she cares. Like, fair point. So, yeah, I'm not like necessarily resisting this yeah. because, especially, there are very high detailed paintings of my family. Yeah. Some of whom I've never even met, but whom I can I can imply are family, especially since other people's families are in their photos. So, if anything. All those books I saw on the counter and these paintings now actually make me want to stay here because I want to know more about how they know these things and what knowledge they have. I want to see if we can find a way to sneak out of our hallway and go look at those books because those dates are important. Yeah. And I think, like, my wonder is if a book relates to each individual person. Mm. So, you want to leave your hallway? I'm about to go knock out that guy in front of the stairs and see if I can get in there. So yeah, we're leaving our hallway. Does your does your character mention that, Maddie? Does Orofina say something about that? Or are you just saying that out out game? I'm saying that out game. Okay. I just wasn't sure if your character was like suggesting something. Was Mitchell out here with us too? She'll probably talk to Tyler's character about it in a sec. Yeah. I just didn't know if we were like going right now, you know? He can get over hills. He'll fall asleep. I know. All right, so you guys all leave your rooms and head back to the lobby area. Um, I'll knock on Mitchell's door. We're still kind of like oh, getting okay. together as a group. Okay. Is yeah. the issue? So. Hey Tyler, I'm lock- knocking on your door. I'll open it and I'll just look at you and see what. <laughs> uh, do you know why you're here? I think Nick's voice has changed at least five times. It has! <laughs> like, I lost how I was originally doing it. It's all good. I'm just gonna look at you and say, uh, nope. You wanna get out of here? If there's a better room in this hellish hotel, then sure, yeah, it's worth it. You no, say- I mean, out of here. I'm gonna join Tyler and Nick in the hallway and say, hey, do you want to see what's up those stairs? Yeah. Let's go. Um, you said this place was called the Inter Inn? Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean anything in a language? I have an ability where I can read all writing. Let me remember what I had for that, because... So I'm curious if, after having some time to think about it, if I would recognize recognize if that meant something. Um, it's a very, it's a very old language, but it roughly translates to middle. Middle? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole word does? Or like, or Or is in? Inter. Okay, and then in is in like... Like, I-N-N, I-N-N, like, yes. okay. Like middle in. So, like, middle in. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I can tell that it, this place says middle in. Um, 
I would like to look around my room and see if there's anything else in here besides the um, artwork. Make an investigation check. Seven. <laughs> nothing. Oof. Okay. Uh, well, this place has nothing else here for me. So, I, yeah, I would be curious about other rooms and other places. And I can't stop thinking about those books. So, I would leave my room to want to explore the rest of the area. Are there still people milling about in the hallways? Is it like a constant stream of people? No, or is it people, dying down? it's definitely dying down. There are fewer and fewer people in the hallway. Um, okay. You are able to distinguish more people from one another. Um, and it's becoming more and more clear that um, these people don't dress the same way by any means, but don't seem, like, affected by the difference. Okay. So, do they not notice? Are we noticing and they don't you notice? You are noticing, but they are not. It's okay. almost as if... Uh, actually, never mind. Yeah. So, they're just not noticing. So, would you guys like to leave your hallway and head back to the main uh, yes. lobby area? Um, oh, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to play this because I didn't before and it sounds pretty. Okay. And it's supposed to be a little tense. Is um is this just mood music or is this something in game that we hear? Uh, mood music. Okay, cool. So, you enter back into the large room. Uh and now that there are literally no barely anybody left in this room. Everyone's kind of like filtered out and gone to their respective hallways and uh, rooms and whatnot. You notice a little more detail. Um, along the walls there are more paintings. Mm -hmm. uh, the ceiling is also painted with depictions of um, places around the world, um, historical events, etc, etc. And obviously the uh, collection of books and scrolls on the main desk. Um, the stairs are guarded with uh, three personnel now. Is that person still at the desk? There was a... No, there is nobody at the desk now. Uh, also, the only other thing you noticed that you didn't catch before, what is a massive wooden door with ornate gold trim uh, along the perimeter of it. Nori's headed for that. You're going to the big door? Oh, yeah. She's seven foot two. She's like, oh, this is where my size people are supposed to be. <laughs> big door! <laughs> big monster! <laughs> so she's gonna go over to this normal size door for her. And you're gonna go to the big door? Yeah. I'm gonna watch her go over to the big door. You're gonna go to the big door. What would you like to do? I'm gonna try to go in! It's... Make a strength check. assuming you're pulling and or pushing yes you pull with all of your strength mm -hmm. and you feel this surge of electricity run through your oh body God. oh and you get launched across the hallway okay your eyes darken 
and when you open up, you're staring at the uh, ceiling inside of your room. Oh no! Everybody else who hadn't touched the door, you just noticed that this Goliath walked over to this massive door, put her hands on it, and then vanished in a puff of smoke. She's dead! She's, she's, she's dead. Can we blow the door open? Clearly we can't touch it. Do you want to try to do some kind of like magic against the I door then? I would like or, to or walk up to weapon? the door. Okay. Pull out my great axe. Okay. And bash it. Make a strength check. Okay. Y'all gonna just draw attention to yourselves. I don't give a shit. I want out of here. <laughs> Let me out! <laughs> oh, that's a nine. Make a uh, constitution saving throw. That's an 18. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. That is an unnatural 20. Yeah. Um, Tyler. I need yes. you, I need you to also make a constitution saving throw. Ooh. Why him? He just uh, okay. Is he gonna get punished for me trying to do something? <laughs> That's a four. Uh, what was that, Tyler? A four. Fourteen. I, I thought it might be fourteen and it cut out. So, uh, Ox takes his axe, smacks the door with all his might, and a repelling force launches it from his hands. <gasps> and the axe lands, uh, lands at Mitchell's feet embedded into the ground. Okay. A little bit higher, he probably would have eaten axe. Oof. Phrasing. Oh my <laughs> god, are you okay? Um, Mitchell, I'm fine. I'll live. I would like to look and see while all this ridiculous attention drawing stuff is going on if the people guarding the staircase are aware that there are people yeah. doing things in here or if their sole purpose is to. Like, do they look like the Queen's Guard, where they're all stony-faced and just not moving, or are they, like, watching her every move? By this point, I went back to the lobby, by the way. Okay. Cause she's are like, you gonna bring attention to the fact that you are alive right now? She's not gonna say a darn thing. She's just gonna be standing there, I'm looking say, very confused. I'm gonna say that the guards notice what's going on, but mm -hmm. don't seem to consider the threats. Okay. And really? so they have not moved. Well, uh, while they're, like, paying attention to what's going on with them, I want to go look at these fucking books. Okay, does anybody want to make a point of note? Oh, actually, uh, what's everyone's passive perception? Ooh, okay, so you're going to pull up your stats. Except for, there. uh, Aaron. 13. What was that, Maddie? 13. 13 for, uh, Orofina. Um, so is it just... 10. Nope, that's, um... 10. You're going to go back to your screen with your regular skills, so we're going to hit that grid. Uh, abilities, saves, and senses. Oh. And then it's your passive perception. Yours is also a 13. Uh, mine is an 11. Okay, I'll say that's high enough. Um, as all this is going on, you happen to know, or like, you, you start to notice the uh, footsteps of a Goliath coming up from behind you, and your friend who just got, well, your neighbor who just got vaporized finds herself back in the same place that she was a moment ago. I just kind of, like, blink, and then turn my attention back to the books. <laughs> yes. Do I see her come back? Um, yes. Okay, I want to go grab my axe. I'm gonna pull it up to you. YOU ARE DEAD! <laughs> no. No, no. One minute, I'm trying to go through a door that would fit me. 
know I'm back in my room. I'm gonna I'm gonna sheath my axe and I'm gonna do the <laughs> he, he pointed at his own eyes and then pointed I'm at sorry. her. So just to work for. <laughs> so I'm gonna take my hand and I'm gonna put it on your shoulder. I'm gonna look down and you say, "I'm gonna like back up." You're okay, buddy. I promise. I have no idea what happened, but dude, you're fine. Okay, I want to go up towards the guards on the staircase and distract them, because right now we're not a threat because we look stupid. But if someone starts going towards these books, I want them to get that chance. Can I go distract the guards in some way, shape, or form? You can certainly try. So you're going to approach Uh-oh. the guards. What do you say and or do? Hey, boys! <laughs> <laughs> can, can I cast a spell on them to, like, blind them? I don't know. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna click on your things here. These, yep, and you're gonna go to spells. We're gonna see what you have. Um, so these are cantrips, these are spells. You've got Gust, which does, um, like some wind stuff. Shillelagh is a damage thing. Uh, True Strike is, you, you wouldn't use that. Uh, Cure Wounds, Entangle, Speak with Animals. Invisibility, Moonbeam, and Pass Without Trace. So okay. how about, can I cast Invisibility on your character? Uh, pull it up and see what it says if it's on yourself. A creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything they are wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it's on their person. The spell ends for a target that attacks or takes a spell, or casts a spell. So you could do that if you touch me. Okay. Touch. Okay, so out of nowhere, I just feel this hand on me, and I'm like, what? Go forth. And, um, I'm just gonna kind of brush it off and, like, walk away. Or, or would I be aware, would I feel that magic being cast on me? I would say you have. Yes. Okay, so yeah. I would probably... Because I can sense what your character's doing. Yeah. I have all knowledge. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll just, I'll, I would nod for a minute and then realize you can't see me. <laughs> So I would just kind of continue walking. So, yeah, I guess I'm invisible now, and I walk over to the uh, countertop with the books. Would I have seen her disappear? Uh, insight. Check. Nah, you're still worried about this little man. You're right. Never mind. You could, I mean, you can look for it. He told you you could. I'm, no, I'm not even going to look at the numbers. Okay. That, that was two. It's not going to happen. So, you can so you what, what would you like to do with that? I would like to go to the countertop and look at the books. Cool. Um, you're going to pick up a book. So um, when I pick up the book, since I'm carrying it, the book is also now invisible. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, what would you like to do with said book? I would like to look at the spine of the book and see what date it says. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. Can you also say how long the spell lasts? It should have a duration, Sam. Because that's important, too. Um, Probably. Up to an hour. Up to an oh, hour. Oh, wow. But it is also concentration, so if you go to cast another spell, like you, it's going to stop because you have to concentrate on that spell yeah. to cast it. Um, on the spine, you read the dates 1272 through 1847. Does oh, that wow. make any sense to me? Um... I would just say, it, at the very least, you could assume it's years, like dates. Do you know what year my time frame is? So I can know, um, I'm gonna, like juxtapose that with my own knowledge. 
I'm going to say... And what were the two sets of numbers again? I'm sorry. Uh, 1270 through like 18 something. Yeah, 1270 something to 18 something. Yeah. I mean... That, so it's like a like a 600... 600 year coverage or whatever. Okay. Um, your year, let's call it... Let's say this is definitely in your past. Probably a couple hundred years in your past. Okay. Okay? Okay, sounds fair to me. Okay. So I would like to then open the book. Okay. Make an investigation check. A natural 21. Woo! You look through the book and you're seeing a bunch of names. Um, okay. And on each name is a number ranging between uh, 0 and 7,000. Um, you happen to notice that there is a string of numbers that uh, are around the range that your room number is in. However, you don't immediately recognize the names okay. or any of the names. Would you like to continue investigating? Yes, I would like to continue looking through it. Um, since you said I see some with like numbers around my room number, is my name in this book? Or my room number in this um, book, since I see some. Since you roll there. high enough, I will say you do recognize your name in the book with your room number next what, to it. What name is a, is my name listed as? Uh, it is your birth name. Your Ooh, birth given name. Okay. I don't like that, because um, I don't share that name with people. People don't know that about go me. Go ahead and roll a d6 as well. One. <laughs> As you further look through the book, um, you're noticing that it's feeling heavier and heavier. The but these, you but it. you also said these dates I would recognize from my past. But I mean, yeah, that could mean that I was alive during them. Yeah. And like so, so um, like, it's, that could be why. Like, I don't know. I mean, that right. could be why my name is in here. Um, as you're reading through it, you happen to recognize uh, another name. Okay. But it is somebody. Uh, that you know from your current life, and they have a number next to their name. They are also, like, I would say, at your age, they are much younger than you. However, they have a number that's close to yours. Okay. But you haven't seen this person yet. Okay. That's interesting. I would actually like to put this book in my backpack with my belongings. Mm. Uh, roll a strength check for me. Ooh, strength? That's not good. Because this book is progressively getting heavier and heavier. Uh, 17. You struggle a little bit, and I'm also going to say, as you're putting it in your bag, you notice that the book is slowly getting thicker and thicker. Okay. As it's getting put into... Yeah. So, uh, what else would you guys like to do? You got your book. You tried the doors. I have a book. You have a book. But you said there's very heavy. books and scrolls. Mm -hmm. Numbers 0 to 7,000. Yes. And we've kind of guessed that the room numbers next to the name... The numbers next to the name correlate with the room numbers. Yes. Real quick, I have um, parchment, ink, and a quill on me. Can I scribble down some of the very important information? Like that person who I know's name and their number. Mm -hmm. As well as like the dates on the spine of the book. Basically anything... Like, Cliff Notes version of important things I've yes. noticed from this book in case this book gets too heavy to continue to carry as yes. I am realizing it's it. progressively heavier. Okay. okay, and while she's doing that, I want to see names in the highest number of books and or scrolls. 
because it seems like we're pretty low on the totem pole. Okay. So you're um, you're coming over by me to look through yes. the books. Okay. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. So you're gonna roll a d20 again. Are this. you are you picking uh, from the binding? Are you picking like a much later date, or are you looking at uh... like from the bindings of the outside? The, yes. The, the higher, higher sets numbers. of numbers. Yeah. Okay. Um. So whatever I roll, I put that with what number? Hold on. Hold on. Ah! I'm trying to figure it out. Do I go to skills? Okay, so, um, 17. Okay. Um, so you take a much higher number on the uh, binding, and you notice that there is the same thing. The book seems a lot thinner, though. And the names written inside of it, it almost looks like the numbers written by their names have been freshly written. Like, it almost looks like the ink is still dry on it. Do I recognize any of the names? Uh, make a history check. What do I roll for that? You're gonna roll a d20 again? Yeah, she's old, so... And then you're gonna add your history bonus to it, so you're gonna pull up those skills again. And you're gonna add the history buff to it. Or uh, it's a, uh, actually, it's a plus four. So yeah, you're gonna add that plus your roll. So it's an unnatural twenty. Okay. Um, you do recognize a name. Uh, however, it belongs to a relative of yours who has died hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Is it the same relative that was in? No. Okay. Um, I would like to cast the cantrip message, if that's okay. Okay. So I point my finger towards a creature within range, so I'm actually going to pick Mela here, who's a fellow elf. Looking at you right though, you're going to use your invisibility to keep that in mind. Yeah, but at this point she's not invisible and she's going through it too, so... The guards don't seem to care. Yeah, they don't seem to care, so that's not as important to me. However, I don't want the guards overhearing my conversation necessarily. So I point my finger towards her and I whisper a message. The target and only the target hears the message, and they can reply in a whisper that only I can hear. Um, I can cast it through solid objects if I'm familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier, um, and some other stuff. It doesn't have to follow a straight line and it can travel freely around corners or through openings. So, um, so I would tell her I recognize some of the places, or some of the people in the book that I have put into my pack, um, but is your book feeling particularly heavy to you? It's getting harder and harder for me to carry this. It is. It is getting heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would whisper all that to, to you. So okay. you, would, you would hear that, like a magical message, basically, in my voice telling you that I recognize some of the names uh, in here, and they have numbers close to ours, and uh, that my book is getting very heavy. Okay, the book that I found has numbers very far from ours and they look fresh but it's also getting heavier and i have a really old relative in it okay anything else anybody want to look at like the paintings on the walls or is that a hint i I am looking i'd probably just be kind of keeping my eye on the guards okay what about you tyler um I'm just kind of following along. Okay. Um, go ahead. Maddie, is Maddie doing anything? Oh yeah, Maddie, what are you doing? 
I don't know. I guess I'm just following along as well. Okay. Um, okay, then Tyler and Maddie, can you both make a uh, passive perception check, please? So tell them your passive perception, yeah. 13. Uh, 10. Um, and I feel like this is a little bit of railroading, but I don't I think it's right, fine. You guys are kind of just following ar- along, and um, to your side, you happen to notice there's a collection of paintings. Tyler, uh, one in particular looks like your hometown, um, which, uh, I don't know, do you have a name for that, or actually, let me... Mm. Let's say... Oh, fuck me. Reinstall. <laughs> Reinstall! <laughs> so, yeah, right. sure. Your hometown of Reinstall. Conveniently, hint, hint, uh, Maddie, you are looking at another painting, and it is also of a town named Reinstall, however, from an incredibly different time. Okay. But you both recognize it as your hometown, as you remember it. And I don't know. Give him a minute to process that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's that beard. Um, I would say Tyler, you probably recognize that the poster or the painting next to yours is also Brainstall, uh, Maddie's hometown. However, it is from many, 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 many decades before you recognize it. So I would say, I don't know, seventy years prior to how it looked uh, when you were growing up. Do I recognize anyone? Is there, like, anyone in the painting? No, I think it's just, like, an overviewing, uh, um, uh, yeah. So, this is all going on. You guys are all doing your investigation, and you hear this little whispering voice. And, uh, I wish I would have had the audio file, but I wasn't able to get it. We're gonna fade out of this bro a little bit. So, you're hearing this whispering voice, and, um... Out of the corner of your eye, you see a dancing little light bouncing across the wall. Uh, and from where it began is a man standing, perched, like, leaning up against the wall. That typical, like, mysterious figure leaning up against the wall. Gotcha. Leaning, you know what I mean? And uh, he beckons uh, you over, uh, Aaron. Okay. Because he sees that you have literally just come back from the dead. Yeah. And he takes up two fingers and kind of like calls you over. Yeah. Since I was over there with you, I'm probably gonna kind of mm-hmm. watch what's going on here. And he looks around and he says, "Are you trying to get out of here?" I am. <laughs> I am too. And I made a friend here, and he says he can get us out. Are these others with you? Yes. So everybody else in this room is cool too. You you, you trust them? Yes. Nori's hesitant on it, but she's gonna keep her mouth shut. Okay. The man's gonna step a little forward so that he can bring attention to himself, and he's gonna wave you all over. He says, "Folks, I hear you want to get out of here. Let's uh go back Wait, to." Wait, mo- who who said anything about getting out of here? 
Well, your friends did. They said you've been wanting to get out, and I think I know a way My out of here. My hands are going to be up, and I'm pointing at the, at the, at the, the small one. <laughs> I just want to know what's going on here. I find this very intriguing, actually. They have information on us. I went out. Well, if you went out, I know a guy. He says he can get us out. We just have to follow these dancing light thingies. Why should I trust you? You could be stuck here forever for all I care, but I'm getting out of here. How do you know that what's out there is better than here? Have you seen this place? There isn't a mini bar in my room or anything. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the hell I out of here. I like him! I'm uh, trying to get the hell out of here. Hmm. Convenient. Uh, I need a pint. How long have you been here? Five. Yeah. I, uh... What year is it? What year is... what? Well, I, I know we talked about how the years you mentioned were in my past, but again, what year is my year? I don't know. For... To your knowledge, make a... Everybody, make a history check real quick. I was going to say, what, what year am I from? I'm natural 23. These dice. I think I'm going to have to retire these dice, guys. I can't. Are they the same dice you used on Tuesday? No, they're a That's different a set. Six. Mine is a... It's because you switched sets, man. You've got to run the bad juju out of one set before you move on. Sam. Uh, 17. Okay. 19. So, 19 for Maddie, 17 wow. for Tyler. All right, so Aaron, yeah, um, a whole eight. to your knowledge, it is, uh, we're just going to use like Earth years or whatever. It's about the 1600s. Huh, okay, cool. Uh, Maddie, we're also going to say it's about like the 1600s for you as well. Okay. Tyler, you're looking at about the 1800s. Sierra is, yes, 1800s. Sierra, okay. you, uh, to your knowledge, it is like 2010. Uh, Nick? I'm a modern bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, it is the 1200s, as far as you know. Which is why he likes to drink. And Samantha? Is that why I don't know any elves? Oh my god! Samantha, to you... Oh wait, who did you see in your... Oh, Tyler. Tyler's... So you'd probably be about the 1900s, 2000s. Okay. So we'll, Wait, we'll so do we all answer simultaneously what year it is, but they're different years? I'll say that, so, yeah, you all answer the, his question. So this what... answers my theory from earlier, seeing those people in the weird robes that were pulled from specific parts of our lifetime, but were not from the same time periods. Makes the connection between their hometowns recognizable, but of different eras. Do you say that out loud? Yes, I did say that out loud. Okay. How do you all take this news? Shrug. Shrug. <laughs> So, this man is just like... Quant Hyde, hell doesn't care. I mean, it's interesting, but I like... I have never had sex with someone from the future. <laughs> the man's gonna look at you and say... And you're not going to. I'm sorry. With that attitude. You see... I'm gonna facepalm real hard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the, the Goliath. I'm, I'm just, gonna go... Ah! <laughs> Does she have red hair? not small fry. What color is your hair? It's like black but almost blue okay, okay. No. and uh the, the man's gonna sit forward and take a look at uh um 80 and he's going to say last i remember it was 2272 what that's ahead in my time stream even mm -hmm. and it seems that these people are from further back than myself so What's, can i ask what his key number is his key number mm-hmm 
Um, that's a great question. Let's ask the dice gods because I didn't think of that. That's a great question. Uh, his room is actually 354. So, so kind bit, of in the same hallway-ish. But much further down. I'm surprised you didn't say 263. <laughs> ah, no. He's going to be like, look, clearly something's going on here. I want to get out of here. You want answers. I was told I follow these lights and I can get answers. And I, well, you never answered my question. How long have you been here? You just told me what year it is for you. Time is weird here. It feels like months. But I also... Have you eaten? Have I eaten? Or slept? Or gone to the bathroom? Is there no food here? I need food. I don't think I've eaten. Okay, I officially want out, guys. As a warrior here, I need food. <laughs> I I how can't can you, protect can you... people if I'm not if I'm not eating. How can you have been here for months if you haven't eaten? Well, the same way that she got blasted off that door and woke up in her bed. That doesn't make sense. Wait, that's, wait so that's you're telling me it's different? Yeah. No mutton, no beer. What? No broads. <laughs> I have a theory. Okay, Mitchell is saying something, guys. What do you want to say? I believe we have all died and gone to hell. <laughs> and this is our eternal punishment. That's not what the doorway said. It says what middle. What did the doorway say? So are we have the doorway here? says enter in. I was the person who was able to read it. Um, the another word for enter is middle. Are we in some purgatory? Shit? We're fighting for our lives. <laughs> What's Look. the last thing I remember before waking up here? Ooh. Oh, that is a great question. Yeah. Um, it was just. Um, oh, let me think real quick. That's okay. The last thing you recall is one of your annual trips back to the Feywild. Okay. I was probably going to communicate with my patron. Mm -hmm. Do I remember meeting with her or him? Nope. You stepped into the... uh, You were stepping into the Feywild and then you found yourself in this room. Perhaps this is a Fey trick. What do I remember? Going to the bar. Drinking Someone. a lot. That that doesn't answer my question at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what well, do I remember? Because now I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Aaron, you remember Um you were celebrating after helping out uh one of your local communities. There was a okay. bit of a bandit issue and you yeah. fixed the problem and went out for Drinks and merriments, and as you went to go to bed that night, you woke up and found yourself in this weird place. Okay. Sam, it's a little harder because you don't really have a very flushed out backstory, and that's okay. Uh, But what it was probably, um, you were investigating uh, a call about a wild animal outbreak that seemed to have gotten a little aggressive. And you went to calm the beast to make sure that it wasn't going to hurt anybody else. Okay. Okay. So. Mm. This man 
looks over behind you, and you hear the giant door open briefly. I'm looking right Absolutely. at the door. And close almost immediately, and another group of maybe 15 people just show up. Do they seem aware of what they're doing when they walk in? No. It appears as if they were in a trance, woke up inside this place, and almost immediately the, uh, uh, what word did I use before? The, like, attendees, the, the staff. You the called the clerk. clerk. Thank you. The clerks start popping up and handing out keys, and they start walking down their respective hallways. Uh, you do notice Yeah, I'd that like to observe this process. Yeah. A group of three or four uh, look at their keys, and you guys are pretty close to the hallway that splits. Mm-hmm. Rather than going to the left where your rooms are, they're starting to go towards the right. Towards the staircase? No, towards other another branch of the hallway. Oh. I have an idea. Okay. I know that some of us were trying to get upstairs, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have prestidigitation okay. as an ability, and I can create like a harmless sensory effect, and like I can create things. Can I manifest a kind of um, key card that uh, has a number over five hundred to go upstairs? You can certainly try. Yeah. Um. Sure. Go ahead and do that. Uh. What would you like to do with that? I would like to um approach the the guards at the stairs. Okay. They're going to stop you and say, please stop. We need to take a look at your card and make sure you're in the right place. I, guess every- I show them the card with my... Um, okay. Me, one second. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it says you make a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object or a surface for an hour, as well as a bunch of other things. So I, I'd like to like essentially change the numbers on my card so the card is still physical. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But they see a different number. Mm-hmm. Um, make a persuasion roll, please. All right, let me get to my skills. Sorry, I'm using a different app than I normally use. So, okay. You said persuasion. Uh, well, that's a nat one, but I get a plus three. <laughs> Well, the guard rolled a net 20, so... He's going to take a look at it, and just, you can see the disappointment in his face. And he's going to be like, ma'am, please, everyone is where they belong. If you, um, would these creatures be considered a humanoid? Yes. Um, I would like to attempt to cast Charm Person. Um... And I only have uh, second level spell slots, so this is a first level spell, but it says, um, I attempt to charm a humanoid I can see within range. It must make a wisdom saving throw, and it does so with advantage if I'm fighting it, but I'm not currently fighting them, so it's just a regular wisdom throw. If it fails, it is charmed by me until the spell ends or until you or your companions do anything harmful to it. The charmed creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. And uh, when the spell ends, the creature will know it was charmed by me, but it will last for an hour. Okay. Well, I will let you know that this guard... uh... And it also says that when I cast it at a a spell slot of second level or higher, I target one additional creature for each slot level above first, so two out of the the three I could could target. Okay. Well, I will let you know this. Uh, The guard, one of the guards, uh, does have magic resistance, so he does get advantage on his roll. And you said he needs to roll a... 
Wisdom? Yes, wisdom saving throw. And he needs to get a what, I'm sorry? A 13. Mm. Sorry to say. He got a 14. However, mm. his companion got a lower roll on it. Like, and just say, oh, um, I believe there's been some misunderstanding. For some reason, I've uh, my companions have been given room uh, 300s, but in the books over there, it says that it's supposed we're supposed to be on the upstairs level. Mm. Well, the one guard looks at you and he goes, "Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I don't want to go against the books." However, he's interrupted by his companion who did succeed, and he's like, no, no, no. If they are given the key, that is where they belong. Everyone is where they belong. Ma'am, please go back to your room. My room is upstairs. Clearly it is not. Well, the books and my cards say otherwise, so <laughs> there must be some kind of conflict going on. I mean, you don't want to upset your boss. Ma'am, is that a threat? No, not at all. I'm simply worried for your well-being. Okay, Scarlet. <laughs> she's not Scarlet. She's very different. But Her she name spent, is Indigo. But she spent time with the Fae, and the Fae are tricksters. So... Mm -hmm. she's Since she couldn't charm this person, she's trying to kind of use... She's aware this place is operating like a business. She's trying to make them second guess that there must have been an error. God, being a DM is hard. <laughs> it absolutely is. He's going to... You're going to see his calm demeanor shift a little bit, and he's okay. grown very stone-faced. And he's going to reach to his side and unbuckle, unbuckle a loop that has a club hanging from it. Or a oh. mace. And he's going to say, ma'am, please return to your room. You can try to. My hand I went would to like, the um, hilt of my sword. I, um, Immediately. I'll just kind of like hold up both my hands. I would you know, like, like to pass, okay. pass without a trace. Okay. Do I have to roll something for that? So, so what this means is it's verbal, somatic, and it has um, materials, but you probably have an arcane focus or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you would like audibly say and do some kind of gesture for your spell, and then you would cast it, and when you cast it, you are going to click on that um, to show that you cast it. So a veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, which is up to an hour, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. <coughs> a creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. So I would like to cast that around myself and my companions, but I do not want it to touch the guards. Okay. So you just kind of vanish. It just means that um, if we're trying to... He, they can't track us or... Um, or notice that we passed them. And if we make a stealth check, we get plus 10 in addition to our normal stuff. It, it says that through if they have a magical ability that allows them to see people like that, then mm -hmm. yes, uh, they'd be able to, but otherwise... Like detect evil or good? That, I don't... I mean, you're the DM, but like detect evil and good... Is something that, that is different. Like it's um, let me pull up detect evil and good real quick on D and D Beyond, just for the wording. Hold on one second, y'all. Evil and good. 
Okay, detect evil and good. For the duration, you know if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you know if there is a place or object that has been magically desecrated. It can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood and dirt. It is a detection spell that is available for clerics and paladins. Um, but it specifically says those categories of people, aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. It doesn't just say people or humanoids. Mm -hmm. So that's up to you, because you're the DM. If you are modding it a bit, that's a thing. I'm... Um, but it's up to how you interpret the rule. I just don't want a real room, but... Um... That's uh, that's good though, because it means you you thought outside the box and are making him think now. So that means that you're being creative with your abilities. Which that is it'll, neat. Help, it'll help him in the long run because he's gonna get better at stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. Do you have any questions about it? Greg? I'm just trying to think of the best way to do this. Without. Go with your gut. I... Mmm, oh. Um, remind me. You got your full new life from a gift from your patron in the Feywild, correct? Yes, which is an Archfey. I they changed my appearance and they gifted me with my magical abilities and I now serve them. I never named the Archfey or decided if it was male or female. Um, I didn't know if that was something you as the DM wanted to have a little bit of uh, creativity over or if it's something I should come up with. So I'm just kind of referring to them as they, them, and like a mysterious force in the meantime. But I do serve them and my sole purpose is to serve their will. I'm going to say, and he rolled with advantage because of the spell thing. I'm going to say the guard who couldn't seem to be persuaded by your charm, ha like he kind of looks in your general direction mm -hmm. and uh, he's picking up on, you may not be a fae, but there could be some residual fae magic lingering on you due to your... And um, also, there is an ability I get that I can cast, so this may influence that for you, too. Um, it's a once-per-rest thing, but I can essentially Im imbue myself with, like, fey energy, basically, where I come off as, like, a fey, and I either charm or frighten people, my choice, mm -hmm. in a 10-foot, um, like, radius or something like that. That's written down right. there. But, uh, so... While I'm not choosing to do that action right now, that could play into why it keeps looking at me, because it may be aware I have, like, that capability. Yeah, so. I'm going to say, uh, despite being able to slip through, like, two out of the three, mm -hmm. the one that couldn't seem to be um, convinced to let you pass does pick up on you, specifically you, mm -hmm. because of your fey residual... Bullshit, I would bullshit, like bullshit. to cast Message again, since I see that she cast that spell on us, and some people are being kind of, like, stealthy right now. Okay. And I would like to just tell Mela, um, the guard has not taken his eyes off me. 
So only she hears that, and they can't hear it because of the nature of that spell. Okay. Am I able to transfer messages? Um, you're able to respond, and I can hear it. That's about it. Can you communicate with the Goliath and have him knock, have her knock out this guard? And I'll cast it again because it's just a cantrip, and I'll say I could try, but I am not sure that it would be wise. Okay. Uh, and then I will cast it again, now targeting um, Nori. Mm-hmm. I'll say, um, this is Quantaid Hell. Uh, do not be alarmed. Mela the elf is suggesting that we perhaps try to fight these people. I have not necessarily thought it to be wise and instead think maybe we should retire to our rooms and regroup. But since she asked me to reach out to you, um, I am giving you the option. But it's like a whisper that you hear and only you can hear it. Like if you look around, other people don't seem to be reacting to it. She's supposed to respond out loud, but it comes out in a whisper and only I can hear it. Okay. Yeah. That, it's a call that, and response That's thing. all that she was going to say. <laughs> she's like, magic? <laughs> we don't, she doesn't have magic where, where she's I would try to me. gesture to everyone, including Mitchell and Orofina, and like try to regroup back at our rooms. That would be my next course of action. I just kind of silently. Like, are, are you going to like look over at me at all? I mean, I, I'm gesturing to everyone, but I'm specifically mentioning Tyler and Maddie so they can be included and right. they can know that I'm also referring to them. Mm-hmm. I would probably take out my hand axe and be like, point at the guard. Because <laughs> if there's a way we can get through, I want to take If it. he... I'm, I'm just going to not even, uh, like, acknowledge See? that. Like, if you want to die, go ahead. She doesn't care. She doesn't like people. She doesn't need any of you. Like, that's her motto. Like, she's yeah. like... I don't work with other people. I've never been treated with respect. I think he was more or... like asking if you want him to do that. And she's just going to straight up ignore you because you're in charge of your own fate. If you want to die, she's fine with it. <laughs> See, and like Nori, she, she's she got this thing where she just tends to res- just obey authority. Well, and they told us to go back to our rooms. So she's going to be like, well, not much we can do. So. Unless something has been done to prove otherwise, it's just authority. She obeys just authority. As far as she knows right now, these people are just, or whatever they are, are are just in her mind, as far as she can tell. So she's like, I sneak past. Since I already cast the spell. She's gonna try to sneak past. You can certainly try. Make a stealth roll. And you get to add plus ten plus your modifier for stealth plus your roll. What? So you're gonna go to your skills. You're gonna roll your d20. Uh, fourteen. So you're gonna find stealth, which should be near the bottom. Plus one is a fifteen. Plus ten is a twenty-five for DC. So then that's your call if they have a higher than 25 DC. Mm. 
Where's my other D20? The DM gets to decide like what succeeds and what doesn't, regardless of how well it rolls. So like if the difficulty class is super easy, it might be up to like a five or a ten for average. 15's harder, 20's almost impossible. Sometimes it can go up to like 30 even and be like, that's a practically impossible roll, but. Not to break your heart, Oof. but he did roll a 27 on perception. Oof. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Mela is very offended by this. I'm sorry. She never fails in her ways. Oh. Uh, this guard is going to turn around, immediately look at you and point a staff at you. It says, this is your last chance. Go to your room or you'll be forced there. Oh, upon seeing that, I'm totally pulling out both my axes. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to step back and let him have his way. Yeah, Quantide Hell has already moved on towards her room. I already gestured to people to come along. If you're not going to, she doesn't care. Nori. So you're just going to, like, pull out... Phrasing? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean. Like, you're just going to be um, like, okay, not- okay. I tried, but there's going to be a better way. If you want to try your way, go forth. Oh, he's absolutely not going to do it if no one else is going to go in. He's not like, well, I'm not going to say he's not an idiot, but his wisdom is high enough to where he would know not to go it alone. My ma- my like ability but he's to also get past things like, usually doesn't fail. Let's fucking fail. go! The blocking me, I'm like, okay, this is a little too weird. Yeah. Tyler, are you still there? I'm here. Okay, sorry, I just didn't see your uh, icon pop up at all. Alright, so, what would you like to do, Nick? Um, I, upon seeing her come back, I'm just gonna kind of stand at the ready to go if we need to go. I've like, already but, made my way back to the room, and like I said, I suggested everyone else come along. Um, out game, this is me trying to get at least a short rest for our magic people who made... Yeah, go for it. Go ahead and take a short rest. On short rests. Um... I don't know. Do druids need a long rest to recover spell slots? Um, druids take long rest. Um, I think warlocks are the only ones that get all their spell slots on a short rest because they have so, so few. few. So I'm, maybe we should retire for the night because she's used two of her second level spell slots already. Yeah, go ahead and so, go ahead. And... Players get to determine when they want to take a rest. Uh, short rests are like half an hour in game time, okay. um, and then long rests are like you have to eat something and go to sleep. Um, or like you know, rest for like eight-ish hours. So it, on um, our it way resets back. your abilities and things. So what you would do is you'd click on that little arrow up there, and it's gonna say long <clears> rest. <throat> so you're gonna click that, and you're gonna click take long rest. I am. Confirm. I am going to say, uh, even though you are taking a long rest, you don't feel the need to or, eat, or eat or sleep. Okay. Mm. But we're just gonna kind of remain in our room. Yeah, yes. I would say it's more like a mental health yeah. or a mental. Our way back. But like the party, well, the DM doesn't tell us when to take a rest. It's we ultimately decide because okay. that's also how we recover stuff. So where were you? On our on our way back, I would probably audibly say like, "We could have taken him. We could have taken him." The man who saw you in the hallway before is like, "That's what I'm saying. Come talk to my friends. We can get out of here. Think about it." All of you. These beings possess a magic that I am not familiar with. I have read many libraries. Wait, he came back to the rooms with us? He's, He's in just our hallway. hallway. He's in our hallway. He probably stopped on his way to his room. But, so um, tell me, if you're so sure this will work, why didn't you just go without us? You said you didn't care. Because my friend who says we can get out of here says we just need more help. Hmm. How do you know it's going to work? 
If it doesn't work, I die and I just pop up in my room again. And then I try again. I, um, I've studied no. many magics and I've read many things and I've never heard of a place like this. And on top of that, I have been gifted with very strong, enchanting, and charming magic through my patron, and even that could not sway them. I am not so certain an escape route is feasible or um, preferable at this point. So, our two options are kill those guys or go with this guy's plan. Or just do what we're supposed to do. Which is what? No one's given us instruction except go to our room. So you're telling me you want to just stay in this place that we've all been put in for who knows what reason. And Don't you find it curious? We're in a world without time. You're not even the least bit terrified about the fact that we all claim to be from different time periods. I find it intriguing. You're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting. There seems to be no bodily harm. There seems to be no need to eat, need to sleep. Seems too good to be true to me. I could spend forever reading my books and learning new things. I like eating food. Right? Um, Do I still have my rations in my pack? And there's no beer. Yes. I have rations. I'll give one set of my rations to Nori. Here you go. Eat. I feel no hunger. But hunger is half of where the joy of eating comes from. Do you feel hungry? You're here. No, and that's a problem! (laughs) That's the first time that Nori actually realizes that, like, she feels upset. Because up until then, she's just like, meh. Eh, whatever. How do how do the others feel about yeah. this? Uh, like, um, Quantide Hell would look to Mitchell, who seems annoyed about the drinking yeah. still, and to yeah. Orafina. Orafina, what race are you again? I'm an elf. Hey, elf gang, rise up. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I like her too, because I'm liking these elf people. I'm like, hell yes. Oh, and this one's from a little bit before my time, and you're from way before my time, so I'm super intrigued. And like, so their clothing is very different than I imagine, as it's a couple hundred years. But also, like, elf culture, I imagine, passes really slowly, because they're... They, they age a lot like, slower. Like, and... the- theoretically, Orafina could very easily still be alive in Mela's present day, oh, because it's been a couple that. hundred years. So... So he... That's so cool. My to character me. actually wants proof about um, these people coming from different time periods. So, tell me, has anyone you you have dwarves from the time period you're from, right? Are there dwarves in my time period? Um, I'm gonna say yes, but they are secluded in very small portions of the world, almost have like they've ever were... met one. I would say no. I have read about them, but I have never met one face to face. Do you know if they use this spiked armor? I knew that your people were short, but I did not imagine that it was quite so small. Smaller in person. Don't worry, I made four fascinating. (laughs) And then her face goes from being fascinated by like your actual height to your 
stupid sexual innuendo, and she just looks disappointed. <laughs> oh, no. It's probably not the first time you've gotten that response from a woman, let's be honest. You're damn straight! <laughs> Wait, have you, have any of you ever met a Goliath before? Are Goliaths mm. in my time? Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the only one who probably has ever seen a Goliath Maybe Nick, uh, but definitely Maddie, because you two are from around the same, same time, time period. Yeah. Have I ever heard of Goliaths in any of the books? Oh, that I'm I've sure. Read? I've been, I'm sure there's some history books. Is especially... there anything that states what happened to them, or if they're still around? Are they an extinct race? Ooh. Or are they? Let's ask the dice. Okay. Around the 1700s. About a hundred years after her time period, the entire Goliath uh, race appears to have vanished without a trace. Have we Almost seen as if they're gone, gone extinct. It's the. Uh... Are there any other Goliaths that we've seen so far within this? There's, there's been amazing. a collection of other Goliaths. Okay, so I'm not just the lone tall person. Mm-mm. That's so new for me. <laughs> You're, um... Your your people I've only read about in a few very old books. Um, oh, sorry, Croatoan. Some something happened to your people. We're not sure what, but where I come from, um, you are essentially history, if not myth. Oof. She says that looks like a very straight face. She doesn't show a lot of emotion in her face. She's like a very calculated. Yeah. Um, just, like, poised look, uh, very deadpan, kind of. The only time she ever seems interested or, like, emotional on her face is when, like, there's new knowledge and she seems like, ooh, Mm -hmm. but that's it. Um, I would say during this time, uh, this gentleman has been sitting here just kind of observing and listening to your conversations because you are all his history at this point, like, he's he's way ahead. Yeah, he's way ahead. ahead of you. Um, but you can detect that he's like anxious. what race is he uh i would say he's straight up human okay um but he's very anxious ready to go and he's just kind of like you know tapping his hand like all right let's... what was the last thing he remembers before appearing here do you want to ask him yeah uh you see a sad look in his eye and he says i uh i got deployed uh, I got sent off to war, and my convoy went out on a patrol, and uh, it was dark, there was explosions, and I'm here. You said you've been to war? Mm-hmm. We should talk. Respect. <laughs> my dude. I would, I would love to talk to you about your time in, in the war and what you've experienced, because that's that's also been my entire life. With all due respect, that's uh, not a part of my life I like to talk about. What do Mitchell and Orofina think? Do you think we should try to get out of here, or do you think we should just, um, like, stay in our rooms? We should probably try to get out of here. Do you have any suggestions as to, like, what you want to do? I just feel bad because I feel like you guys are being really quiet. I'm trying to give you guys time to chime in and uh, participate because I don't want it to feel like you guys are just sitting here listening and not doing anything, so... Can we actually pause it real quick? Yeah. Sure. We will pause. And we're back. 
Uh, due to some technical issues, um, Tyler and uh, Maddie had to drop out. So what we're going to rule it as is that Orafina and Mitchell, well, despite Mitchell's uh, opposition to not having booze in his room, he's decided, you know, this is okay. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. I can contemplate mm-hmm. my life. And that's just how it's going to be. And Orafina, I mean, she's uh, a paladin oh, uh, uh, with the Oath of Devotion. She's decided she's had a long life. Uh, and, you know, maybe a little break could be good for her. Uh, so your roommates or your neighbors have decided to return to their rooms. Um, the gentleman who's been standing with you looks around. He says, well, it's down to you four. Are you going to come with me or not? Well, I definitely don't want to stay here. It beats staying here. So, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm indifferent either way, so... Right! Well, then, and he's gonna Perhaps pull... Perhaps if I try to leave, I can find more information on this place, so... Okay. Then he's going to reach underneath, like, his cloak area, uh, and he's gonna pull out a jar, and inside this jar is this tiny little fireball that's just kind of floating inside of it. He looks around, he's like, now back up. This can be dangerous. And he's gonna... Unscrew the cap. Um, Nori has a shield on her back. She's gonna draw that, and she's just gonna have it in front of her. Okay. But she's also gonna be kind of guarding the other three as well. That's so nice of you. Mm. Um, well, she's large and has a shield. So. Why does he keep doing that? I don't know why he keeps doing that. That's so weird. Um, it's going to... Um, um, when he opens up the lid, this fireball's gonna pop out, and you're just going to start hearing whispers. It's going to say, Escape! Freedom! Go! Go! Escape! Oh, freedom! And it's going to start bouncing between the light fixtures yeah. along the wall and start rushing down the hallway. And he's like, let's go. We have to go now. And he's okay. going to start walking in that direction. Up ahead, you can see this um, wisp, will-o'-wisp, bouncing between light fixtures, uh, creeping to the shadows. But um, instead of going back into the main uh, hallway, it's going to veer to, uh, I guess it would be straight, technically, and head down the right uh, hallway, opposite of the hallway that you guys entered on. It's going to, every once in a while, stop, and it almost seems like it's waiting for you, and it'll blink like once or twice, and then continue on, and then it's going to stop in front of a wall and just stay there. And uh, the guy's gonna look back and he says, I think we're in our destination. And you look around and you don't really see anything. It's an empty wall and a continuous hallway. And he's, He's like, I'm not sure what to do at this point. Um, I have an ability that allows me to cast Detect Magic at will without it. using a spell slot. Mm-hmm. So I would like to try to do that. Um, let me pull up Detect Magic real quick just because I want to have the exact wording for the spell. Yep, yep. So, Detect Magic... For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. It can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Okay. Uh, I'm going to rule that you cast this spell, and the uh, looking in the direction of the uh, Will-O-Wisp on the wall, 
you start to see an outline of energy on the other side of it. Okay. But it almost appears as if the wall is not actually there, and it is actually an entryway, like a okay. door, essentially. So the wall is does the wall itself appear to be magic? I would say so, yes. So, but it also says, I know the school of magic. So would this be like illusion? Uh, the wall itself, yes, illusion. Okay. Um, I would like to try to um place my hand up against the wall. Your hand goes right through it. Right through it. Mm-hmm. So. What the fuck? The guy's Whoa. gonna bounce back. He's like, oh. Whoa. And he's gonna shove his way through, and mm-hmm. you're gonna hear, "Come through! There's nothing here." I'll walk through the wall then. Yeah. With no hesitation. You enter a room. I'll slowly do it. Uh, it is very dark. Okay. It's actually you've noticed since you've come down this hallway, it's gotten really cold, uh, and it's also grown darker and darker the further you okay. go. Okay. I do have um, I do have dark vision for sixty feet. Is this magical darkness? I'm going to say yes. If it's magical darkness, then dark vision cannot see through it. So um, no, Oakley. Babe, you need to put the gate back on. I was doing it! <laughs> he got a hold of my list. Okay, I was in the process, and then I can't fall for it. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. So, um, it is Children. it is pretty dark in here, but I would say you can make out a couple silhouettes. Um, there are a couple of... Excuse me. Uh, two normal folk just sitting in there. Um, okay. uh, dressed pretty casually. They look familiar to, like, your time period. Um, there is a very tall, uh, hooded man, um, and you also see a couple, uh, like, two or three rats, uh, along the floor. It says, um, with prestidigitation, I can instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. Okay. Um, or I can create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks and stuff. Would you allow that I can essentially kind of, um do the thing like where I can essentially like light a torch but have it kind of just be like a ball of fire hovering above my hand. I will allow it. Cool. Because that's what I'd like to try to do. It says it's a harmless sensory effect so like it just appears like fire and would cast light like fire but if someone were to try to touch it it wouldn't burn or hurt. Right. Okay. Yeah I'll allow it. Uh, There's a small ring of light around you that you can see. Um, The two uh, humanoid figures you know, normal-sized humanoid figures, uh, do appear in your light, and they do have... Can I also, real quick, it says that, um, I can have up to three of these effects active at a time for prestidigitation. It says I can also chill, warm, or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for an hour. Um, could I effectively, like, warm my, uh, clothes so it's not as cold for me? Yes. Cool. I will, um... <laughs> cool. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Being that extra bit. <laughs> it's okay. Living my best life. <laughs> or not life. Whatever this is. Um. Wherever we are. So, out of the deeper part of the room where this very tall hooded figure is standing, you hear a grumbling voice and he says, Midas, are these your friends? Wait, your name is Metis? Yes. Is that a problem? It's just an unusual name. Well, look. Yes. From the future. I know. Them. That's why. That's why she's pointing it out. She's like, hmm, an interesting dialect and uh, name namesake. Uh, yes. These are my, not friends, neighbors, whatever. Point is, we want to get out. 
can you get us out or not? And, uh, the two uh, other humanoids in there kind of chuckle and, you know, play the one lady's playing with her hair and the, uh, um, the deep voice also kind of returns this chuckle and he's like, I bet you're wondering where you are. Yeah. Yeah. A little. If I tell you, do you promise to help? Ooh. I I would say yes immediately. I literally sold my soul she to a fae for knowledge and power, so yeah, I would I would do that. Very well. <laughs> uh, the hooded figure. Dory was going to ask something. I think. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Is this for a just cause? Is this not going against like whatever authority is run here? Well, here's the thing. Things aren't fair here. Not everybody gets treated the same way. Okay. And that's not right. I'm in. Good. I'm in. He's going to step forward and... How are the other people treated? Well, the people on this floor, horribly. This floor is in our floor? Not this floor, I'm sorry. This wing, this hallway. Okay. And the people upstairs, ah, like kings. It's not right. Who are the people upstairs? Who are they indeed? Who are we to suffer while they get to enjoy the luxuries of life? Well, I imagine it has something to do with this, and I have the the book that I took from the desk. And I know that one of my ancestors is up there. Am I able to figure out, like, who she was, who he or she was, Uh... within society? I'm going to say no, just because it's a much longer line back. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> and he's gonna heel step forward, and you notice that uh, his entire body is the. He's got like a dark colored uh, clothing, um, and he's got your typical uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy belts everywhere kind of <laughs> look. You know what I'm talking about, like on his arms and legs and whatnot. Um, his face is scarred, and everything from the nose up is covered with a large, like, wrapping. Uh, think like, um, uh, Daredevil, where he's, you know, got everything below his, uh, yeah. Cowl. Yeah, like a cowl. And, uh, he's going to say, this place has many names. I personally heard Limbo, Asphodel, Nifhel, and so on. Admittedly, for most people, this place doesn't exist, yet here we are. The point is, you're dead. And you have joined us in between because you don't deserve to go upstairs. If you know what I mean. It also means you aren't going downstairs either. Unless we piss someone off. Just wait until my patron hears about that! (laughs) I'm just kidding. The lobby, that door, that is the only thing you've left behind. That is your life. And if you ever want to go back to it, you need to help me get out. Who are you? Wait. Yeah, what have what have you done to be in the uh, bad wing? The bad wing. <laughs> I just did what I was told to do. So did the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Can I say that if I'm from 2010? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes! Okay. The so, Nazis. The, the, the what now? Oh, uh, a subspecies of human that committed mass genocide against their own people. Not all human, but most. Yes. Oh. 
as well as many others. Highly intolerant group of individuals who claimed they were just following orders, so... Let me introduce myself. They call me Nomad. And I've been here for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, and I just want to get out. And I can help you get out. I'm listening. I still have work to do for my patron, so... As do I. Ooh, you have a patron! More or less. Whom is it? I would rather not share that with you, in case we're on opposite sides, if you know what I mean. Mm. Wait, wait. That doesn't make sense, though. How? This is like we died, right? Mm -hmm. But we're all from different time periods. Mm -hmm. How did we get here at the same time, then? I'm not convinced that I am dead. I think we're I believe paused. I believe this is the trick of a of a fae. I am I that is the last thing I remember is entering the fae wild. Someone must be um And I just went to manipulating the bar. must be manipulating. You're not special, me. sweetie. I was I was just On the contrary, I'm getting very ready special. to like relax and reflect with my comrades about succeeding in like protecting a unfairly treated community and now I'm here. Does she have any signs of wounds? Ooh, make an investigation check, everybody. Eight. you're checking yourself out, you notice along your gut is a deep like a scar from like a claw going across Ooh. your gut. Uh, I will also rule that uh, given your high roll, you were able to notice uh, on um, on that's the wrong paper, I didn't mean to pull that. On uh, why did I pull this? Horrible. We all do shit like that, it's okay. On uh, Nori, uh, despite her good tendencies and willingness to help people, there is a puncture wound scar in the middle of her back. Uh, betrayed! Oh, who? Nori. Oh, also, character. I forgot hey. to mention, I'm also wearing chain mail. Would it be through the chain mail? So, like, they really wanted to get you. There might be, like, a if you were part in your armor. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't have the chain mail on anymore. Yeah. Oof. Time is different here, and the thing is, the big guy upstairs says something about proper management of bringing people in from different time periods so that they can learn to be better people. It's disgusting. But the point is, we are wrongfully trapped here, and I'm going to get out. And you are more than welcome to join me. Well, I'll help. Yeah, I guess I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna um, figure out which fae bitch did this to me, so. All of this unfair treatment, and it's gotta stop. Who said it's unfair? I mean, 
again, we're categorized by certain things. I essentially sold my soul, so I, I can understand why I was placed in the room I was placed in. Okay. All I've done is try to fight for the people who can't fight for themselves. I don't understand. Did you do it for them or did you do it for you? Ooh, boy. Silvery weave. <laughs> just kidding. That's gonna throw her off for a bit. She's not gonna be able to talk for like a few minutes. Hey, She's... what's your name again? Quantide. No. Quana, whatever. You're a bitch. <laughs> because I speak. And you're the a truth? simpleton. Who are you to talk? LK, right. rise up. <laughs> I li- I live a simple life. That's true. At least I'm not condescending to others when they try to help others. I wasn't being condescending. It was her free was, will to do that. It was merely thought-provoking. No, she, Meta's I'm having gonna, a great I, time with this conflict. So, Nori, I'm over here muttering to myself. If I offended I, her, then it may have struck a chord. If she is truly righteous in her heart, then my I words would I, mean nothing but a simple guess. I thought they were in, in trouble. Were, were they in trouble? Who does it matter? Oh, am I giving her an existential crisis? Yes. I'm so sorry! Nori's having an existential crisis. Listen, uh, Goliath. You may help somebody. That means you fuck somebody else, though. Oh, shit. You're right. So again, it seems that the system actually may be very just as it is based on our deeds. So you must have done something. That landed you in the place that you're in. Sweetie. And you claim about Don't call me sweetie. My name is Quantaito. Dar. Don't call her darling. Thank you. I'm giving you this one opportunity. Don't make me regret it. Hi, Dick. Why us? Of the thousands of people here, why us? I don't know. Everybody else around here seemed like mindless sheep just walking through and going to their rooms and going upstairs and coming to this shithole. But not you. What's it gonna be? I want to help, but I'm not sure if I know what that means anymore. Congratulations, you fucked her paradigm. (laughs) You broke her. I'm sorry. Continue to follow your gut. There is always someone who will get screwed over, but if you are helping the general good, you are okay. If you have good intentions, you are fine. But if you're in a room lower than ours, are you the general good? Are you really, will you, are you really, really, really willing? Really willing to take that risk. I, for one, don't care who you are or what you've done. All I care about is figuring this place out. If helping you gets me to that goal, then I'll do it. If leaving you here and doing my own thing gets me to my goal, I will do it. Well, by You have not means. offered me any benefit other than the promise to leave, which I am not even certain that I wish to do. You may need to sweeten the deal if you want me to get you out of here. You want power. I have power. Oh, you have nothing. 
Oh. We got higher numbers than you. You have five seconds for your answer before I slaughter you all. <laughs> That's cute. Five. Now, now. <laughs> I was going to help you, but that makes me not want to. Four. I'm going to whip out one of my axes. Oh, boy. Three. I'm going to whip out another axe. <laughs> I've got my hand on my sword because I don't know what's going on. Two. Um, and I'll grab my spell list before he gets to one. Sure. At two, he's going to pull out this scythe and uh, place it like like the blade of it onto the ground. Choose wisely. Um. Thought you needed us. Someone else will come along. You've already waited so long. What's a couple you more can, centuries? You can. If you're trying to do that to him, you can cast that. Well, he's about to attack us. I would like to cast Entangle. Hey! That's your husband's like favorite thing to do. That's my go. <laughs> a creature in the area when you cast a spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. Okay. Uh, what does the strength saving throw need to be? Um, how do I find that out? It will say, okay, so what you're going to do, that says attack or save. He has to get a, a roll of 11 or higher for a strength saving throw. Okay. So do I automatically press this now? Yes, because you're casting it. Okay. Sorry, let me... So then it just... Yep, you're good. You cast it, so it um, that little box being filled right there gotcha. means you can cast that spell. You can only cast four first level spell slots. These you can cast at any time. Yes. The cantrips. And then the second level spell slots, you can cast two second level spells. You can cast any number of these, even if it's the same one, twice. Or some of these first level spells, you may be able to cast at the second level. It'll say when you click on it. Okay. Gotcha. So, you only have a certain number of times you can use those abilities, and then you have to rest to use them again. That's why I suggested we did the rest of the one time. If you're starting to run out of spell slots, that's a good time to talk to the other members of your party. Yeah. If we're in a safe space, even if it's in like a dungeon, and we're like, okay, we're going to sit here and relax for a minute before we move on to the next room, that is doable. So just speak up, okay? Because okay. if you need to rest to get your spells back, like, that's important. All right. So what do I so need So you need to roll 11. 11 for... Strength. Strength saving throw. Well, that's already a 17. So. You tried. He's going to swipe at the ground. Anybody else want to try anything? Um, I'm looking real quick. She's She's got her sword drawn and her, okay. her shield. Okay. So it go. turns out you're nothing but a snake. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at stuff. You're okay. I just want to make sure this is. I, um. Is it possible. Is, it, how is he dressed? Uh, he's wearing the very, like, gray clothing, uh, the bandages around his eyes, and he's wearing, like, solid, uh, like, leather boots. And then belts galore, because. Does he have any pockets or anything? I'm gonna say no. Okay, then never mind. That's my idea gone. Okay. Um. 
I've, I'm just kind of chill. I do have a quarter staff that I'm just kind of like gripping, like much like Gandalf kind of uses his staff also to walk and to like stand there ominously. Yep. So I'm just kind of holding it like that. Cool. Uh, on one, he's going to snap his fingers, mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to see the three rats run forward, and his two accomplices accomplices sit stand forward. Excuse me. Uh, and I want you to all roll for initiative. Hey, Okay. So we're gonna roll a d20. That's an unnatural one. We're gonna do initiative. Um, so I got a nine. Okay. So, so you're gonna roll a d20, and if you have an initiative bonus, you're gonna add that, which it's just your um dexterity plus or minus whatever you have. Okay. And that's gonna tell you what order you go in for a turn. Now this is gonna be a combat situation. So, like, they also... Nope, you're just going to go to your abilities, saves, and senses. And it's going to be... You get a plus one initiative. So you're going to add plus one to your roll. Did I just roll that? No. No. Natural 20. So it's going to be 21. Which means you're probably going to go first. Um... Or at least very high up in the order. So as opposed to us just kind of chiming in whenever and saying what we're gonna do, how we how we have been, when it gets to combat, it's gotta be very methodical. So we go based in the order that we rolled these dice, and you get to do one action. So you can either make a physical attack, you can cast a spell, um, sometimes you can like drink a potion. Um, uh, at this point, you can also you have 30 feet speed, so you can use your full movement. You can move 30 feet and do an action. Um, basically, is that situation. So if an enemy is kind of further away from you and you want to run up and hit him with something, like, you can do that. Okay. As long as he's within 30 feet of you. All Stuff right. like that. Um, then you... the bad guys who are attacking us are going to try to roll to hit your armor class, most likely. Or they might make you roll a saving throw. So uh, he's going to ask you sometimes if, like, a 15 hits. If it's a 12 or higher, it's going to hit you, okay? So this is, we all go in order and we take turns until we're out of initiative, basically meaning that either someone gives up or, like, people are dead, whether it's the bad guys or us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's going to happen right now. These are your actions that you can take. So you can use any of those physical weapons. You can excited. do your wild shape, which is that you, you can the assume the shape too? of a beast, mm-hmm. and you so get their right. stats, and you can stay in there for an hour. So you can cast so that. Guy, um, bonus action is Shillelagh. Yeah, well, so dude and lady. So you can do that and then still um, make an attack. Ladies! And that's about um, it. I'll be able to help you like I'll with your turn and stuff, and you, you'll pick up on it. But um, we're going to fight these guys right now. So let's go. Okay. okay. So 20 to 15. She got a 21. Okay, so first will be Melly or Melly. Anybody else? Nope. 15 to 10. Oof. 10 to 5. Eight. I... 9. Okay, hold on one second. Uh, you said 9? Yes. You said 8. And then what happens with combat, Sam, is that... It has rounds, so we'll, his characters that are fighting and us, once everyone gets one action, that's the end of a round. So if a spell says like it lasts for so many rounds, or some if effect happens for so many rounds, that's what it's talking about. Each round in combat is six seconds. 
And so um, 10 rounds in combat is a minute. So it will take much longer for us to actually go f go through this, but in game time, that's what's happening. Okay. So um, one time I had a session where they spent about two hours in a fight, and it took a very long time. That's not usually the case, but it took a no. very long time. And um, But in game time, it was like... Three minutes. So Probably should have muted that whole conversation. But no, it's okay. okay. You can edit it out. We are learning. Okay, yeah. so we are ready. And let's... I just wanted her to like know what's going on because yeah. she's never played. So. All right, let's get the jams pumping. All right. Nice. Oh, I have right. a feeling this dude was gonna trace regardless of what happens. So. Well, you don't know that. So uh, up first is Mella. Uh, I would say. Uh, as the rats are stepping forward, you'll see their bodies contort and warp, uh, and there you see before you standing these three impish imps. <laughs> uh, and the two persons uh, who are standing for, a uh, man and a woman, you see them, um, their skin starts to turn a red, like deep red color, and leathery wings come off their backs. And they're oh, wearing, wearing secret very... tieflings? They're not tieflings. These just are some sorts of demons. They have some very seductive, inappropriate clothing. Oh, they are succubi shit. Uh -huh. All right. I don't know if so... you know that in game though, so you shouldn't. Oh, I don't. You shouldn't be saying stuff like that because that is kind of meta. It's okay. You have a succubus and an incubus. Meta game is using out game knowledge, Sam, I'm not to, use it to influence your decisions. No, I know you're not, but that can. With a new player, it's not good practice. She doesn't know what that means. Alright, Samantha, you are first. So I just. Uh, you're all in pretty close proximity, so you could hit any of the three imps, the succubus or the incubus. Um, Nomad is kind of hanging out in the back. So you have six potential targets. You can choose any of them to do something. But Nomad is in the back. How, how big is the space we're in right now? Like, are we very close to all of them? Yeah, I would say maximum. There's The room is probably a maximum of, like, 20 foot squared. Oh, okay. It's, you're kind of in tight quarters here. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, oh, that so was you'd be able to, to get anybody. So you can use any of your weapons, or you can cast a spell. Um, if you, here. like, and you can do anything oh, you want, and you can get creative with it. But I will let you know that with Shillelagh, um, if you're wanting to do a melee attack, you're probably going to want to cast that first, because instead of rolling off your strength, you get to roll off of your, your magic, basically, and you get to do magic damage to them. And, um, and the weapon's damage die because of the 8 instead of whatever it was before that. So if you're using like a staff or something, like you can basically imbue it with magic and make it stronger. And um, just do what I want you, you can like say, I want to whack this guy with my staff. It basically becomes whack. a magic melee weapon. Um, or you can cast any of your other spells. You can turn into a beast if you want. Um, you can go to your spell list if you want to also. But those are just the other things you can do besides casting spells. So... That you could do any of those or any of your other spells down there. Are too. most of the things around us smaller? Like you said, there's like little rat things. They're, they they're, turn into imps. They turn into imps. They're still pretty small. Um. Think uh um 
All I can think of is that Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets video game from back in the day, because there think were imps of, in there. Think uh, little, like, um, oh, fuck, Fantasia. You haven't seen Fantasia. I mean, I'll just Google an imp real quick. It's not... Or I'll just pull them up on here. They're short I'm just little gonna demon use my creatures. Whatever this is. A small, mischievous devil or sprite. They're they look pretty... like little demons, basically. Okay. Goblin-y looking demon-y guys. I'm gonna use this and just like make a sweeping motion and push them back away. Am I able to do that? You, um, so you're trying to push them away? Then let's see about Gust real quick. Let's see what that does. Because if you're gonna try to push them away and not do damage to them, then you're gonna use Gust. If you're trying to use Shillelagh, um, you don't really get the control of knocking them back. Okay, so I'm gonna use Gust and push them away. Okay, yep, so you can do that because it's a cantrip and it's instantaneous. So they have to make a saving throw, a strength saving throw of 11. Okay. Um, you, and one of the effects you can do is so you can pick one medium or smaller creature that you choose and they have to succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed up to five feet away from you. Uh, you can create a small blast of air capable of moving an object sexy boys. Uh, that weighs no more than five pounds and is 10 feet away from you, or you can like cause leaves to rustle and your clothing ripple and stuff. So you have to pick one character to try to push five feet away from you. Um, it may be, may be the person closest to you. I'm going to do the one closest to So me. who's the closest person to um, Let's Mella? say Imp A. Okay. So one this means. Imp is probably like coming at you and you're just going to cast this gust of wind at it to try to push it back away from you. Okay, so, and I need to make a what, I'm sorry? A strength saving throw of an 11. Um, hang on, I lost the page. Page that he was on. 76. I have everything except for, like, those saving throw stats. Like, I have their DC and their attacks and whatnot. And I have a question. Is is this imp, like, in her space and she's pushing it away? Yes. So will she get an attack of opportunity also for doing this? Yes. Okay, see, that's a good thing. So you're going to try to push him away. If he gets pushed, then you get your attack of opportunity. It's a four? So he's going to be pushed five feet away from you. Now, if you or another creature are in, like, the same five-foot radius and one of you leaves that space, the person who stays there gets an attack of opportunity because they're moving away from you. They're leaving themselves vulnerable. So that means that you can make a melee attack against it. So you're gonna want to, um... Yeah. You're gonna want to do that. And it does say you can cast Shillelagh as a bonus action. So if you wanted to, you could make your staff or whatever, your quarter staff magical if you wanted. Okay. And it would do more damage to them. I'll do that. Okay. Okay. Lily's my favorite thing. Yeah. It's nice that it's a bonus action. Normally you can't like cast two spells and do an attack, but because of the way you actually set it up, you did a perfect job. So you're going to cast Shillelagh, which just happens. Um, you've got your staff, so um, you're going to get a plus three to hit with it, and you're going to uh, roll a d8 for damage if you succeed. So you're going to roll a d20 to attack him. Uh, so that's an unnatural 20. That'll hit. So then you're going to take your 8-sided die. This one? Nope, that one's a 12. So it's like the diamond-looking one. Uh, like this one right here, where 8 is the max on it. And you're going to roll that for damage. A 2. And then you get to add um, plus 1. So it'll be for 3, and it becomes magical bludgeoning damage. Nice. Okay. Alright, so now 
it is your turn, so you're good now. That's yep. what you did. You pushed him away. He's five feet away from you now. All right, so uh, it's actually that imp's turn next, uh, and he's going to kind of shake himself off and hop up, and he's going to come after you, uh, uh, Nella, and he is going to try to bite you. Okay, so he's going to try to bite you. So you don't get to roll anything here. This is just your armor class. That's a nat 20. Okay. So 25 to hit. So you said a nat 20? Yeah. Okay, so he critically hit you. A nat 20 is an auto success on a combat roll no matter what. So Um, he hits. So he's going to do 1d4 plus 3. That'll be 7 points of piercing damage. Okay, so now what you're going to do is you're going to click on your hit points up here. You're going to write 7 in damage, and then you're going to apply changes. And you also need to make a uh, DC 11 constitution saving throw. So you're going to roll your d20. Okay, and we're going to see what your saving throws are. So you got to go back to your uh, abilities here. You're going to go um, to the ability saves and senses. So your constitution saving throws a plus two. So what was she needed to roll? 11. She got a 13. Okay, so she's good. Uh, but she does need to take uh, two points of poisoning damage as well from that bite. Okay, so, so you're going to go back to the hit points if you're going to take two. Okay. When you drop to zero, you're unconscious, and you have to start making death saves unless someone can save you. Okay. So. Alright, 80, you're up. Oh, shoot, okay. Um, so who all is near me? Uh, I'm going to say the Succubus and Imp B. Okay. Um, let me see here. Okay. I am going to cast Sorry, I'm looking here. You're okay. I'm gonna cast Eldritch Blast at the um succubus. Okay. Uh do I I roll, right? It's just a regular I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and I hit, so okay. Let me Okay. Unnatural 23. That'll hit. And since it's a cantrip, I don't get my, like, bonuses or whatever, right? I just roll the d10, Nick. Uh, for what? Since it's a cantrip, I just roll the straight d10, right? I don't add anything? Okay. Six. Okay. And it's considered uh, magical force damage. Okay. Six, you said? Yep. So that's my turn, so... Alright, so uh, the second imp is up, and uh, he is going to attack you now, 80. Because, okay. you know, he's a dick. Uh, he's going to try to bite you. Okay. Uh, That's going to be math. Oh, I'm sorry. Thirteen? Uh, yep. Okay. That's going to be for... Oh, yeah. Uh, four. Wow, I'm losing my numbers here. Give me a second, sorry. It's okay. Uh, nine damage. Okay. Uh, and then you need to make the cons- uh, constitution uh, 11 saving throw. Okay. Let me find one. Sixteen. Okay, uh, you're only gonna take one point of poison damage from that. Nori, you're up. Alright, okay, so what's immediately near me? 
Uh, I'm gonna say the succubus is right next to you. Hey, we're going for that one. Going for that With bitch. With my great sword. Okay. There we go. Um, unnatural 20. That'll hit. I'm so bummed that this is not just like... There's, there's like a 30 it's second okay. gap of silence. And that is for it. 9 slashing damage. Okie dokie. Math. Alright, it is the Succubus' turn, and he's going to, or she's going to take a look at you, and she's going to try to claw you. Uh, 13 to hit? Nope. Be gone, thought! (laughs) Alright, so uh, it is Imp C's turn, and uh, Imp is gonna, the third Imp is gonna go after Ox. He's gonna try to bite him. Leave me alone! Oh, you guys are like the same size, probably. (laughs) Uh, That is a natural 20. Another one? Yeah. Fuck! Hit. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, that's gonna be for four points of piercing, and then you need to make a con 11 save. Um, so four points of piercing damage. Yep, and then constitution 11. This is fun, Greg. Thanks. I'm trying not to make it overpowered. No, it's okay. Well, that's an at one. Oh, no! So, okay, sorry, it's a critical buddy. failure. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you said poison. Yes. Uh, I get the advantage. Oh, okay. Which is a 22. Is that why you can drink so much? Probably. Okay, well, you have to take one point of poison damage then, because it's halved. Oh, it's half. Yeah, if you succeed, it's a half. Okay, it is now uh, the Incubus' turn, and uh, he's going to attack Nori. Okay. Again. They cause... sense that you're pure, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> the Incubus is just like... Hey. <laughs> well, the girl didn't work, yeah. So <laughs> maybe oh even dudes. He's just he's just flexing his pecs, like making him dance. Like, <laughs> Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's just uh, a dude. I was thinking of like Terry Crews because he doesn't like <laughs> Yes. Uh, instead of attacking you though, he's going to try to charm you. I uh, oh. Uh, you need to make. I'm sorry. You need to make a DC 15 Wisdom saving throw. <gasps> a 15? Holy shit! Oh, you're strong. Yeah. So that's just with the 20. Yes. Yeah. But you have to make a 15 or higher. Um. Wisdom saving? Yep. That's a 17. Hey, there you go! You, uh, apparently are not charmed by big, burly, winged. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say dick for some reason. It's because we're Athena and I were talking about being lovers because we're from the same century. Oh, I love it. That's so awesome. Alright. I have a girlfriend. Ox, it is your turn. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to glare at this fucking imp. I would like to fly into a barbarian range. Go for it! I am gonna swing one of my axes at him. Okay. For a twenty-two. That'll hit. So. Uh, so that's gonna be twelve damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, oh. I want to just. Imp smash this thing help. into his fucking skull. <laughs> he fucking hit me. He just split right in half and fell to the ground in a puff oh of uh, dust. Oh my god. Good. Oh, he's dust? I he's Thanos spit that bitch? on his dust. <laughs> you spit on his dust. Uh, Nomad is uh, up and he's going to sit there. And... We all gonna die. 
<laughs> He's not, not going dead, to do anything so. at this point. He's going to... <coughs> oh, you know what? No. Uh, Eddie. Eddie. What up? He's going to look at you... And he's going to cast Unnerving Mask. Okay. Uh, what he's going to do is create an image of a lost loved one, and you need to make a DC 14 wisdom saving throw. Is or it become, my mom? As far as you can tell. <laughs> if you fail the DC wisdom uh, 14, you will become frightened, which okay. I think you roll a disadvantage with attacks at that point. Uh, frightened is um, you have to spend your turn to Ooh. run away as far as you can from him. Um, I was gonna say I can look up the frightened condition if you okay. want, just for all clarity. But what do I have to roll? Uh, DC fourteen wisdom. I've got a pretty high stat for wisdom. Right Let's here. hope it's at least a plus three. Um, oh no, um, I was thinking of a different one. I got a fourteen. Okay, so you succeed since it's a tie, right? So uh, yeah, roller wins ties. Okay, uh, the fact that you see your dead mother uh, doesn't seem to phase hey, you. Hey, because... I, I didn't know she was dead. Well, yeah, you do. as far as... You know what I mean. She's a lost person. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability yeah. checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight and you can't willingly move closer to it. Okay, so, so you can't seem to tell that this guy hurt. You know, he, you know, despite the fact that this hurts you, you're just like... There's more important things right now. I think that's supposed to be my mom, but I've never actually seen her, so, uh... Are you my mommy? Good All try, right. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Mello, you're up. Top of the round. All right, so now you get to do another thing. You can do whatever you want. Um, you So did... what's next to me right now? There's uh, one that just bit you. It was the same one that she attacked, yep, right? Yeah, there are two imps next to you right now. So there are two right up The one you've here. hit and one that hasn't been hit at all yet. So you can either... How long does Shillelagh last for? How many rounds? Is it just it's, one? It's just one, the next attack you make. Okay. So, so, you so your quarterstaff is back to normal more. right now. Um, you can wild shape, you can attack with your quarterstaff, or your crossbow, or your fists, or you can cast a spell. It's up to you. Okay. I will try to cast a spell. Okay. Straight up say... Um, I will also let you know that you can cast Cure Wounds on yourself. It doesn't have to be somebody else. So if you uh, at some point decide you want to try to heal, you can do that too. Um, and then, so you've got the Entangle thing. Um, you Speak with Animals isn't going to help you here. Moonbeam is something you could do. Um, or you could do the Shillelagh again and whack one of them. Basically. I'm just going to do Shillelagh again and whack. Oh. Whack! Anyways, I just started whacking. Okay. That's my favorite thing to do. Just whack them all everything. <laughs> That's how I'm going to So, Shillelagh, yep, you can roll your d20 and you, you're, so you're going to use your bonus action to make your staff all major magic again. You're going to plus three to your roll. Uh, so, 12. Yep, she got a 12. 12 to hit. Which imp, the one that bit you or the other one in your space? The one that <clears throat> bit me. Okay. okay, that'll hit. So, you get to roll the d8 for damage now. Is that diamondy looking one that um it's the one next to your six right there that one yep i rolled a one but you get plus one so it's for two okay magical bludgeoning oh that is up not down so all right so it's gonna be that imp's turn and he's a little pissed off so looking a little rough for rare so he's going to uh try to bite you again Ooh. because honestly they can't do anything else uh, that'll be a nine to hit. 
It's gonna miss because you have an armor class of twelve. Okay, cool. Uh, so then it's eighty turn. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Mirror Image at second level. It lasts for a minute, so it'll last for the next ten rounds. Okay. Three illusory duplicates of myself appear in my space. Ooh! Until the spell ends ten rounds from now, the duplicates move with me and they mimic my actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track which one is real. I can use my action to dismiss them if I want to. Each time a creature is going to target me with an attack for the next ten rounds, I get to roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead targets one of my duplicates or if it targets me. Um, if I have three duplicates, I have to roll a six or higher to change it to a duplicate. With two duplicates, I have to roll an eight or higher, and with one, I have to roll an eleven or higher. And their AC equals ten plus my dexterity modifier. If an attack hits a duplicate, the duplicate is destroyed. It can only be destroyed by an attack that hits it. It ignores all of their damage and effects. Cool. Let's go so for it. only melee stuff works against these pretty much. Or um, like if you hit cast a spell that hits it, right? That does damage. Um, okay. A creature is unaffected by the spell if it can't see, if it relies on senses other than sight, such as blind sight, um, or if it has true sight. Okay, sounds good. So I cast that. Um, so I don't have to roll anything for it, it just happens. These three uh, extra duplicates of me pop up um, for just aesthetic purposes, since I have like purple accessories and things. Um, <laughs> With my staff, I envisioned like a kind of like orb or crystal in like the center top part of it. Can that be purple? Sure. And can that and or like my eyes glow when I cast spells like that? Oh, I would definitely allow that. Excellent. So I'm just like muttering some weird incantations and then metrics. And then I just get <laughs> some fucking clones popping up of me. I'm here for it. Alright, that's what I do. That's all I can do. Okay. Um, the second imp is going to have, going ahead going to go ahead and try to attack you because now there's more than one of you and you're a problem. And okay. they have to make a they roll with disadvantages on attack, right? Is that what it was? Um, it is that um, they can't figure out which one is real. Each time they target me with an attack, I roll a d20 to see if it they um, target me <clears throat> or my duplicates, but they have to roll their attack yeah. first. Well, I'm assuming a uh, four doesn't hit. No, it does not. <laughs> okay, then it's going to be a Nori's turn. Okay, so do I still have the Succubus and the Incubus in my space right mm -hmm. now? They're all like pressed up against each other like, hey! <laughs> um, Take me home to your mama. Um, let's, just, let's just go with the Succubus because she she came at me first too. And you already <laughs> whacked her once. Or someone already whacked her once. It was me. Okay. It was me. So... Cool. Oh wait, no, no, I'm gonna go for the Incubus this time, because I already attacked the Succubus. Because equality. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, let's go for it. So we're gonna attack high locally. You oh. wanna help me roll? Okay. Hey. So we're going at it with my great sword. Okay. That's twelve. That will not hit. Yeah. Sorry. The succubus sees that you're moving on on her man, and she's going to turn to attack you. Okay. Uh, with a claw attack. Oh, good. So 21 hit. Damn. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 20 min hit. That'll be for six damage. Okay. Like I even made sure that I was something with like a really high armor class this time, because I usually have like crap for armor class. Right. Uh, okay, the imp's turn. He's going to attack uh, Ox because 
fuck you for killing his brother, man. <laughs> that shit stings. I'm trying to be like up for that dude to these imps of getting in the way. <laughs> Alright, uh, for... Oh, I'm sorry, 16 to hit? That'll hit? Yep. Hey! Four damage. <laughs> oh, so I'll get half. It's not magical, is it? Uh, that's just a regular piercing damage. So, so yeah, you'll have it. Okay, and then you also need to make a con yeah. save. Shh. 19. That'll succeed, so you need to take two points of poison. Oh, wait, you get advantage. Go ahead and uh, roll oh. that again. Wait, but... For a 19, doesn't uh, 11 to save. Oh, first one was a 19, so. Oh, yeah. What am I thinking? But you still yeah. have it. Even you did. You did have it, so it should still be two points of poison. Yeah, we're all right. Okay. Sorry, my brain's like. You're good. That's okay. You're okay, buddy. Okay. Uh, Incubus's turn. Uh, you just smack. You keep just giving him issues, man. So he's gonna really flaunt it, and uh, he's gonna try to claw at you too. 13 to hit? Nope. Nope. Okay, fuckboy's out of the way. So, Ox, it's your turn. I'm swinging at that fucking imp. Okay. You killed the Beparada. Yeah, that's gonna be a 19 to hit. <laughs> That'll hit. So that is gonna be... Don't forget eight. to add your plus two for my I'm not. Okay. Don't worry. Start eight damage? Yep. Okay. Hey, I have another axe. Okay. I mean, he's really torn up looking. Oh, are you dual wielding? Uh, that's mm-hmm. 11. That will not hit. I'm going to use my bonus action with my spiked armor to kick him. Do it. down and kick one of my spikes right into its skull. <laughs> uh, it lets out this uh, uh, like this disgusting thing before like puffing into a cloud of dust and uh, brimstone. Sick of these fucking imps biting me and poisoning me. Nomad is going to look to you this time and he's going to cast uh, the unnerving mask and you need to make a DC wisdom uh, 14 or you will be frightened. And it is a loved one from your past. Seems to be Mom? tormented. Wisdom? Yes. 21! You succeed. You ain't scared of no ghost. <laughs> Alright, Mello, your turn. I'm afraid of no ghost. Ba ba da ba da! So you have the succubus, the incubus, and the imp. And then Nomad, but he's kind of just chilling in the back, being, you know, the boss. Sending his hooligans to get him first. So who's turn is it? Mella. Okay. So there are still four people. There's the one imp that you just hit, and then there are the succubus and incubus who are over by Nori. Yeah. And then Nomad's just, just still kind of just chilling in the back, trying to scare people. <laughs> no. Okay. How close is the one that's by me? Is it still right there? The last imp? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. still right there. Okay, I'm on that imp, I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Okay, what does it do? Um, when oh. I cre- it 
Silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, what's the constitution uh, for it, say? Uh, Five, 13, or 14. 11. Oh, really? Okay. Is that how you're going to use your turn? What? Is that your, how you're using your turn, then? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, 80, it's your turn. So so it won't take effect until it starts its yes. turn? Yes. That's fine. Yeah, okay. It's a good spell. I love oh, movies. It's good. lit. Um, Literally. I know. So, I am going to... I mean, probably go with good old Eldritch Blast, because I'm still kind of further away from everybody, so I don't have to worry about whacking anybody up close. Um, I will probably see that uh, Nori is in trouble and has two on her, and so... I will attempt to attack the succubus again. Okay. Since I hit her last time. Oh, yeah. Nice. Unnatural 21. That'll hit. Eight. Okay. Magical force. That's my turn. All right. Uh, the imp's going to try to get... Oh, wait, the imp's going to take damage. Oh, wait, it's... Uh, it's the beginning of the imp's turn. Yes, yeah, so, so okay. it needs to make a constitution. What is the wording on oh, your ability? It's, it's um, Yep, constitution. And it has to be an 11. That's a 5. So it's going to take how many points of damage? Oh, yeah. So what it says... Also, if it's a shape changer, it makes us throw a disadvantage, by the way. Well, yeah, it losses... Yeah. Um, 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful. So you're going to roll 2d10 and you're going to add them together. And then you're also going to add your, um, spell casting, so, right? Because it's a spell. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets to add her, like, spell. So which dice am I rolling? Is it this one? No, you're going to roll the d10. You're going to roll it twice. So, so four. Unless they already that's a 10. That is, that's not 0, that's a 10. So that's 14. 14. And then you're going to go here to see um, your modifier plus one. is plus 1. So um, it's going to be 15 radiant damage. How do you want to do this? How do you want it to die? You get to add a little extra flair to it because it's going to die from this. Oh, it's going to like shrivel up into ashes. Okay. okay. Alright, so the oh, imps are Alright, So those mellows. Yep. Uh, it's 80's turn again. Okay. So um I am going to keep attacking that succubus, cause fuck her. Or did she die? She didn't die, right? Nope, yep, she's okay. still up. Oh, uh, that's only an eight, so that's not gonna do anything, nope, I imagine. Okay. Okay, uh, Nori, it's your turn. Alright, we're going at this incubus again, because I'm getting frustrated. Uh, should be under the couch too. What? Right underneath his backpack. The incubus? Yep. Yep. Okay. And that would be 19. Little hit. Alright, uh, the succubus is a little pissed off. You kicked a brother in the dick. And she's gonna slash at you with her claws. Okay. 
stealth hit. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's the Incubus's turn. Who's a little pissed off? You kicked him in the dick. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, does a <laughs> twenty-three hit? Does a twenty-three? <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, he's only gonna do four points of slashing damage, though. Okay. And She's his like turn. So you got the Incubus, Succubus, and Nomad. I'm running after Nomad. I'm pissed at him. Okay. Ah! Oh, that's the wrong. You can certainly try. Shut up. Vaporized. Oh, shit. going to raise his scythe and swing at you. I figured. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's got a scythe? Is this bitch like the Grim Reaper? That's what I was thinking. That is a 23 to hit. It's gonna hit. Okay. Uh, that's 1d10. If I can remember which one the 10 was, is that the bad? There we go. Alright, that's 9 points of damage. Is it magical? What type of damage is it? Uh... Oh, it's wait. actually a custom weapon. Okay. Because you have you'll... to determine what kind of damage I'm going to say is. magical because... Oh, oh, it doesn't specify that it can't be. It doesn't matter if it's magical or not. So I have to... If... Wait, sorry. You only have it if it's piercing, bludgeoning, or... Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, so slashing. Kind of uh, slashing damage. But okay. it's magical slashing, which gets around that, I believe. It doesn't say that. It just says resistance against uh, piercing, slashing, or uh, but, bludgeoning. But magical usually gets around that. It's the same as like when an enemy is resistant to piercing, bludgeoning, and slashing damage, but you hit them with a magic weapon, that resistance is usually canceled out, I believe. Um, it doesn't look like that. I think that I'm going to look it up like real quick. Damage. That's fine. Anyway, so it's supposed to be how much? Uh, nine. And is it rounded up or down? Hmm? It's usually oh, rounded up, I believe. Yeah. I think it is rounded up. Or, like, I still take rounded up. So, five damage yeah. then. You'll notice that after he strikes you with his scythe, he seems to heal some of his wounds. No! He's going to swing his scythe again. Ah! Okay, so yeah, normally it's um, resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical weapons. However, the barbarian rage feature just doesn't say from non-magical weapons, so you're right, it's good. 16 damage? But 16? it's a big uh, debate in the community, apparently, though. What? It's a big debate in the community, uh, apparently, for though. For five more points of damage. And more of his wounds are healing. I am effect. hurt! Okay, Mello, your turn. Okay. Hey, what's around me right now? Uh, nothing, but in your, uh, off to the side, you see the Incubus, the Succubus, and poor Ox trying to take a swing at Nomad. 
Is Nomad on our side? No. no. Nomad is the bad dude. He's the big bad dude. You you can spend He's your bonus action. He's the dude who wanted us to help him, but we were suspicious of him. Can I hit him with my shillelagh? How do I say that? Shillelagh. Um, you would have to move up next to him to do so, but you would be free to. Uh, if you do cast shillelagh, your moonbeam will disappear because it's a concentration spell. Just or, so you know. or can I move my moonbeam? You can move the moonbeam. You moon can beam. move your moonbeam as your action. Can I move it I think. to Nomad? I, you can, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I bet, does it say act? I think it's just a bonus action. Click on Moonbeam. On each of your turns after you cast the spell, you can use an action oh, to move a action. beam up to 60 feet. feet. So you, you really can use your action to put it under hurts. him. I'm going to put you in that Moonbeam. Yeah, good call. Okay. Because then you don't have to cast it again either. Because it's going to last, it's a it's up to a minute, so it can last for ten rounds. And this is only the like second round that you've had it up, so you've got time still. Yep, you're good. Okay. Uh, 80, it's your turn. I am going to keep attacking that succubus. Okay. With my Eldritch Blast Blast. 12. That will not hit. Yeah, figures. Nori, your turn. Okay. I'm keeping track of my rounds for... Yourself okay. too right now. Um, I'm gonna go back to the succubus. Okay. With my great sword. Oakley, Oakley. No, not you. <laughs> hey, down. What do you want the card for? Uh, nineteen. That'll hit. Four. Nine. Slashing. Okay. It's looking pretty worse for wear right now. Or she. <coughs> but she's going to turn around and it is her turn, so she's about to take a slash at you. I figured. Because fuck you. I'm assuming that a nine doesn't hit though. No. Okay, then it's uh it's her incubus boyfriend's turn, and he's also going to take a slash at you. Okay. Twenty-one to hit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't like him. Four points of slashing. Mm-hmm. All right, Ox, it's your turn. Swinging! And no edge. Oh, that's a nine. That will not hit. Swing it with the other one. That's the seven. That will not hit. <laughs> Kicking him in the dick again. <laughs> a fucking nine! I knew this was going to happen. Will not hurt. Or not hit. Nomad's going to take a swing at you with his axe or his scythe. Uh, 21 to hit? Uh, yes, it's gonna hit. Yeah, I figured. Uh, 1d10. Did, did Nomad take his damage? Oh, yeah, you gotta roll the con save. Oh, that's right! Um, uh, he's got something. Hey! Hey, what do you have, one? Uh, it looks like a pop tab. Yeah. I'm sorry, what did it have to be for the moonbeam? I'm... I think it's an 11. Um... Yep, constitution 11. Oakley, no. Can you grab that? Oh, I didn't realize that. that... It was the same one he just grabbed it. Pardon me, I just gotta find my guy. It's not Yeah, I always write those stats down. I have most of it, just not the stuff that I actually need. I've had to flip so many times, don't even feel bad about it. Okay, uh, Khan? Yep. 11. 
Maybe it takes half on a success. Yeah, it's gonna be a 13. So you're still gonna roll the 2d10. Which is this one? It's, um... You could do that one, um, but it's the other one with the singles on it as well. So that, yeah. Both feet down. You're gonna roll it twice. Plus six. So plus one. So a solid ten, because you get your plus one for mm-hmm. your modifier too. So you're going to take five radiant damage. Okay. So if he's vulnerable to radiant at all, it would be doubled. If he's resistant, it's further halved. And if it's nothing, then he just takes the regular five. Mm, it doesn't say anything about vulnerability. So if, it, if it doesn't say he's vulnerable yeah, or... Um, or resistant, then it's just straight regular five damage. I was just saying. Yep. Alright, um... 80, your turn. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna keep blasting. <laughs> I'm still going after the succubus, I guess. Unnatural 23. That'll hit. Oh, wait, well, what about his attacks? Oh. Oh, did you not finalize those? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Nomad, uh... Attacking ox. Go back. Sorry. It's hard to keep track of this shit. There's a lot more. Okay, so wait. I did succeed in the attack, though, didn't I? Yes, like, I don't Okay, so it should be so. 1d10. That is... 6 points of uh, slashing damage. So 3. Yes. And he's going to do it one more time. If he's a bitch. I'm kind of wishing I took that uh, invocation that lets me add my charisma uh, modifier to my Eldritch Blast. That uh, would be nice. For eight points. For I'll four. Think about that right? next time I play a Warlock. Okay, now it's Mela's turn. Okay. Can I just roll for damage since I succeeded on the attack? Yeah, go for it. Happened? Cool. Ten. Okay. Force magical damage. Okay. It's on the right. I'm just waiting on Sam for Mella. It's okay. Mella and I are on our um, fourth round of our stuff. So, because both of our things last for up to a minute. So. Okay. Um, Mella, it's your turn. Okay. So, Moonbeam is still on, correct? Yep. Yes. You can do Moonbeam for six more rounds if you want to, or you can dismiss it at will and do a different spell. Now, since I already cast it, do I have to, like, press. No, it's okay. that th- no, you so already cast case, it, and this can, is the duration. In this case, you can still choose to move if you don't want to like get rid of it. Um, you can still choose to move or like hit him with your stick, or you have a crossbow you could use as well. Or, yeah. Okay, so I will with the moon being still on you, right? Yes, it's still on unless you cast another spell. Okay, I'm going to hit you with my crossbow. Okay, okay. go for it. You're going to pull out a crossbow, which, um, it's good for up to, like, 80 feet. Its max can be 320, but it's harder at, like, those long distances. So, so I have to roll a D8 and then attack. You have to roll an attack roll. The D20 first. You're going to roll a D20 first. I think that's modifier one. So it's, you're going to get a plus one to it, so it's going to be a five. That, which uh, is who are you trying to hit? hit? Well, it won't hit anybody. Yeah, but he, she was yeah. trying to hit... Nomad. Nomad, yeah. so... Um, so you're gonna miss the attack, which is okay, so that's your action, mm-hmm. um, on his turn if he, he's still gonna take your moonbeam damage, so. Alright, 80, your turn. 
Oh, again? I'm gonna keep attacking this succubus bitch, cause she's still up, and I'm shooting her. Pew 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 pew! <laughs> Twelve. That will not hit. God damn. Nori, your turn. We're going after the incubus. Going after the incubus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he's a dick. Yeah. Um, math. Sixteen. That'll hit. Okay. Eight slashing. Eight? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, the succubus is going to attack uh, 80 now. Alright. Uh, but she's going to try to charm you okay. with her feminine beauty. So you Ooh. need to make a DC 15 wisdom. Okay, let me check my mirror image stuff real quick. Oh, that's a good point. Um, because is is trying trying to charm me is still is it still considered an attack? How is that worded? Um uh, Let me find it real quick. I, I think that. casting a spell in general is considered an attack. I know it's an action, but I don't know if it's considered an attack. Oh, that's true. Unless you're making an attack roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you don't make an attack roll, then maybe it's not a... I don't know. I think it's kind of up to DM discretion. I'm... I can look it up. Give me one second. 284. Charm. Uh, one humanoid the fiend can see within 30 feet must succeed in a DC 15 wisdom saving or be magically charmed. Um, no, it doesn't say anything about how that would work. I'm going to say it. <clears throat> I'm going to say it won't succeed just because he's probably talking to your doppelganger. I'm confused. What do you mean by like talking about? Did you make a roll or something? Like what no, you... it's it's a it's a spell. But okay, I'm just trying I'm just trying to make sure I get it right because it says, are you ruling that casting like charm person is considered an attack or no? I'm gonna say it's not an attack because it doesn't do any physical damage. Okay, then the mirrors don't. It doesn't matter for them. It's right. just a straight up me thing. Okay, so it would be just you then. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. And what do I have to roll? Ow, dude. DC 15 was. Yep. Okay. 16. Okay. So you are not charmed by this. Uh... Is she in my space or is she doing this at she range? She is in your space. Okay, so she's moving. If she left Nori and came up to me, does Nori get an attack of opportunity? Uh, I thought you guys were, like, right on each other because... Nori and I were, were not right on each other. Oh. I know we're in, a, in, like, a tight room, but we weren't, like, side oh, by side. Oh, well, yeah, go ahead and make an attack, uh, opportunity attack. I, yeah, I would love to. Bella and I are really close together. Right, that's right. And then Ox kind of charged forward Bella. after an imp. Uh, 12 to hit. Do you get advantage on opportunity no. attacks? No, no that it's just a straight-up regular attack. Okay. Okay. You tried. Um, she was too fast. <clears throat> so that's the succubus. The incubus is uh, going to attack uh, Nori. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, because Five probably doesn't hit then, huh? No. Okay, no, then it's going to be Ox's turn. I'm literally going to shout. I could use some help over here! <laughs> and I'm going to swing at him. At Nomad? 
Yeah. Uh, for 15. To hit. That'll hit. Hell yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> six damage. Okay. Swing it up again. 19. That'll hit. Ooh, there we go. Uh, 11. Okay. And kick him in the dick. <laughs> 18. That'll hit. Ah! <laughs> I have to get all of them or none of them. Yeah, that's a that's something I'll be really curious. I'll probably ask a forum what their opinion is about the charm person. Because if you're you're trying to target one specific person, okay, you're really chiseling him down. He's having a hard time staying up. I am also having a hard time staying up. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. Um, okay, so it's his turn now, right? Yep. And don't he's forget gonna, the moonbeam. Yep. He's gonna do the constitution. Uh, 11, was 11. it? Yes. He's gonna fail that. That's a, so actually a nat one. Sam is gonna roll 2d10. Can you roll that for me? Yeah, so sure. Is it a critical if it's a nat one then? No. no. That's a shame. 18 radiant damage. Fuck. <laughs> that Bitch. really hurt. He heals though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and saying that, he's going to take a swing at you. Leave me alone! Uh, 13 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Okay. Unfortunately, it wouldn't if I didn't have a minus one dex penalty. I know, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, where did my, you know what, we'll use that one. Ah! Come that's a nice! That's a five. <laughs> no! But it's half though, isn't it? Because you're in a rage. Okay, so. So I'm taking three. Okay, and he's going to swing one more time at you. Ah! That one's not gonna hit though. That is not gonna hit. Alright, uh, Mella. Yeah. Your turn, baby. Okay, fine. So you get Moonbeam <coughs> for three more rounds if you want. Okay. Or you can cast something and dismiss it, but it is damaging him. him or you can just like try to shoot him again, or you can try to run up and whack somebody. Whatever Hit you want to do. Ow! Oh, please, okay. Okay, I'm just gonna hit you again with my shillelagh. Or the, that thing. Shillelagh? Shillelagh! Okay, that's gonna get rid of your moonbeam because you're casting a spell. Oh, wait, is that no. what you want to do? I don't know what the gun is. Never mind. Moonbeam says it's a concentration spell. If you cast Never another mind. spell. I'm gonna strike you with my crossbow. Okay, take a shot. At Nomad? Yeah. Okay. What do I roll? D20. No, you only lose if you cast another spell that requires concentration. Oh, okay. Well, yep. then you could do Shillelagh if well, you want Well, I'll to. stay on here. <clears throat> Ow! So I rolled a four on d20. And your pluses aren't going to help you. And if you, you get hit, hit, you have to roll like a, a save to keep the concentration. I'm going to tell you that's not going to hit. So. I figured. So okay. now what do I do? And then uh, if she takes damage, that's just your that turn. she have to roll for that's concentration? Saying, yeah. Okay. 80, your turn. Okay. I'm going to keep yeah, Eldritch Blasting. You're hitting the sick uh, succubus, aren't you? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, that was going to be really high, and then it rolled over to a four, so it's only going to be a nine. That's not going to hit. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm aware. Nori, your turn. Oh, Incubus. Incubus? Yep. Man, you've got it out this guy. <laughs> For seven. That's not going to hit. Uh, the succubus is going to laugh and attack 80. Okay. Um, if you're going to straight up attack, yep, go yep, ahead. Gonna try to claw you. 24 to hit. 
Um, I rolled higher than a six, so you're gonna hit one of my duplicates. Okay. Uh, which means they basically go away. That's one of them enough. does. The one that you hit does. Um, okay. it changes their attack. Cause you said what was the attack roll? Uh, twenty-four. Yeah, that's gonna hit them. So that they get destroyed. Okay. Um. It's clearly gonna piss her off, but. So I've got two left. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Incubus's turn. Uh, he's gonna take a kick at you. They're okay, man. Or claw at you. But a 14's probably not gonna hit. No. Okay, then it's Ox's turn. I am gonna swing for his head. <laughs> 21! That hits. Uh, six damage. Okay. Swing with the other hand. Okay. 24! That'll hit. Eleven. How you wanna do alive? this? Oh my god! I wanna, I wanna bash it into his fucking skull, uh-huh. and then I'm gonna leave it embedded in his skull while I punch him with my spiked hands. <laughs> All right, you do that until he's on the ground and he drops to the I ground. Say, and his scythe, his yeah. scythe, his scythe scatter, uh, chatters to the ground, and he lays motionless. Uh, good job. Mela, up top of the round. You have the Incubus and the Succubus are all that's left. So your Moonbeam is Okay. Still up. I'm going to move my Moonbeam to the Succubus. Okay. Alright. Good deal. 80, your turn. <clears throat> I'm gonna keep trying to attack the Succubus. Okay. Unnatural 24. That'll hit. Ah! Seven. Okay. <clears throat> Magical force. Alright, uh, Nori, your turn. Incubus. Okay. Um, uh, a natural 22. That'll hit. <coughs> For 12 slashing. He is really hurting. Good. Alright, Succubus' turn. Uh, needs to make a con 11 for yes. the moonbeam. Yep. Oh, that's a three. All right, roll your two d10 and add your plus one. Mm-hmm. Yep, that one. So I roll seven plus eight is fifteen plus one sixteen. How do you want to do this? Um, literally just slice you in half with the moonbeam, moon right? Sure. So the succubus is gonna get ready to attack and just gonna get obliterated by this like. I'll say, just to make it super classy, Succubus is just going to start burning. Yeah. The power of Christ compels you. Pretty much. Alright, uh, that leads up to the Incubus. That's all that's left. And she is, or he is pissed. Go uh, but he's going to take it out on you. Because. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a claw, yeah. You know? uh, 17 to hit. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ox, it's your turn. I, because my one axe is embedded into into the guy, uh-huh. and I obviously dropped my other one to bash this guy's face in. I'm going to pull out my great axe. I'm going to walk up to this fucking dude. Nat 20! All right, go for it. Uh, let's see this one. Uh, of course, I roll a one. So um, it'll be one times two is two, um, plus the three and the two, so seven damage. Okay. And I would like to punch him. 
<laughs> or you know what? No, no. I want to try because I have spikes on my shoulders too. I want to try to ram them into them. Okay, go for it. Uh, sixteen. That'll hit. Seven. How are you gonna do this? I wanted to skewer right up his fucking skull. All right. You guys are Jesus out of initiative. I was gonna say he must have had to jump pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. So you are all now in a room. With oh, you keep doing that, dude. Uh, like smoldering dust piles all over the place. Cute. Uh, <laughs> Where's I'm that little... dude who brought us here? Oh, uh, he's cowering in the corner. Motherfucker! I'm... This is why you asked for us to come because you can't do shit. I'm literally just gonna be like. Ah! <laughs> I would like to check out um, Nomad's body. Yeah, same. Big same. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. Hopefully, you didn't have anything on his face. Eight. Uh, make it with advantage, okay. since uh, she's I also looking. Thirteen. Okay, um, what you're going to find is a, uh, scroll with, um, do you happen to, uh, I can read all writing with my Eldritch right. invocation. You recognize it as an ancient text, and it's actually a very powerful, dark, dark I also suit. speak Abyssal, Celestial, Sylvan, right. Common, Elvish, so uh, I know a spell lot. that would literally... Uh, obliterate the door between uh, the middle ground between heaven, hell, and earth. And that was his means of getting through this door. Okay. I definitely want to keep that because I like knowing things. (laughs) I am going to sheath my great axe and does it list any like does it list any like required components or anything like that? I think the spell itself. Actually um like, do I need anything specific to channel this magic or spell to be able to cast this? Is this like a ritual or anything? Four willing hosts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone is dead. Uh, Midas is cowering. You have this scroll. What do you do with this? Does it say what happens to the hosts? It does not. It just says willing hosts. Oof. If you would like, you can make an insight check. I would like to, if that's okay. Yep. Not not great, but not that bad. That's the only thing. You find dust. (laughs) His axe is on the ground, or his sight's on the ground. Nine. Um, The only thing you can recall from the quotes of willing hosts usually don't end well for the hosts. Okay. So, hmm. Yeah, I want to take a scythe. Um, can you, oh yeah, yeah, go for it. Hell yeah. I'll allow it. Alright, you guys stick around in there, or are you gonna head out? Um, I'd like to share our information and say it was probably best we did not do what he said. Uh, according to this, it is a very ancient, very dark magic, and while the hosts needed to be willing, he also hadn't given us all the information and um we would have died wouldn't we i am not certain but it is implied Minus is in the counter he's like what do you mean die we're already dead we can't die again can you well right now we still somewhat exist i imagine there's a plane of non-existence that is possibly worse than this um 
I have heard of many different realms and planes, and I I spoke in languages of demons and gods and. Make one more check for me. Do a history this time. Or no, I'm sorry, religion. Okay. Okay. Let me see here. My screen keeps locking. I'm sorry. It's okay. For religion, it's a fifteen. Okay, with that, I'm going to say what you can infer is that it's not your physical body as a host that would be destroyed. It would be your soul itself. Interesting. So. Could he have even used my soul if I was willing since it's already pledged to another? We'll never know. That is where, like, my brain, my gears are working, (laughs) like, hmm. So, um... Either way, I don't think this will help us to get out of here. What would you like to do at this point, though? What else is down the hallway? Uh, it just goes deeper and deeper, and it's getting colder and darker. You're essentially descending deeper and deeper into hell. So we've established that that's where we are. You're in purgatory. But we're going we're going towards the bad place. Yeah. That's why we ran into some demons. Some demons were trying to use us to get back to the surface. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and that's making sense. Well, now Quantai like, and Hell is like, this is why I don't work with people, bitches! I, <laughs> Oakley, down. I just put together that this is why, also why you want us to be neutral alignments. Mm-hmm. Alright, so. I'm looking um, to see some stuff that I have to see if I can think of another way out of here. Or if there's anywhere else we can go. Well, maybe you should return to the lobby and get out of hell in case more demons show up. Well, yeah, that's obviously a thing, but... Outside the game, do you guys want me to put the pizzas in? Um, okay. uh, I was thinking about doing it here soon. Yeah, um, go ahead and preheat the oven. Okay. Yeah, if that's you want to. Because I'm about to wrap up. We're... Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Unless... So is that a yes? Yes, go ahead and preheat the oven, please. I'm so... looking to see my stuff real quick. I really need a drink. Like, drink drink? Oh, I was saying, like, my character needs uh, a drink. Does your character need a drink drink? Yes. Ow, ow, okay, dude. I'm trying to read my stuff. Midas is gonna, uh, kind of push past you guys and run out the door and... Ow! I'm done. Can I attempt to trip him? You may. What, what center roll? Uh, slight of hand. Uh, 11. That'll succeed. Hell yeah. Midas eats the ground and gets up whimpering and running up. Where do you think you're going? No! No, please! No, please! I just want to live in purgatory. I don't care anymore. (laughs) He cowers like a man child. Is the light, the like will-o'-wisp thing that led us here, is that gone? Yeah. Okay. You'll notice if you uh, if you were to look out in the hallway, it almost seems like the will o wisps are kind of just lingering along the ceiling, along the walls, just making whispers of freedom and you know okay. guiding people into dark places. Oh, they're trying to trick people into going to hell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shit. And they're not considered humanoid, are they? No. I don't think so. <sighs> um. Well, I guess there's only one other way we can go. I'm trying to still see if I can come up with anything creative to try to get out of here. Do you think if we asked if we could go back to their bodies, they'd let us? We haven't tried that yet. I really need a drink. 
Um, I would like to go back to the lobby, if that's okay. The others yeah, are welcome to come with me. Yeah, I only have six health of my 35 bucks. So I would like to go back to the lobby. You're just woken up in your bed anyways. And I would like to approach those guards at the staircase. Or is there anyone at the, like, check-in counter with the books? Well, real quick, is everybody going back to the lobby? Yeah. Yes. Cool. You enter the lobby, and uh, you do notice that the guards are standing there, but one looks oddly different than he did before. I would like to approach the guards, and I would like to ask them if there was a manager, since this is like a hotel. <laughs> or, 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 manager. Or like a concierge. Okay, good answer. Um, the, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not trying to get past them, I'm not trying no, to trick no, no. them, I'm being genuine, trying to ask them if there's a concierge I may speak to. The, uh, employee guard with the mace state steps forward, and he, his appearance seems a little bit different than he was before. Mm-hmm. Um, his skin has grown a lot more pale, and, uh, his hair is, a, a more distinguishable, like a light blonde at this point. Okay. Does time pass differently in different areas of this hotel? Nope, it's all pretty linear. Okay. And he says to you, Where have you been? You clearly have not stayed in your room like I asked. I killed the dude. <laughs> I, I did return to my room when you requested it. I merely left again after the fact. She's surprisingly not lying. We rested in our rooms for a long rest, so I did That's return true. to my room. No! <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> it's dead, Jim. Um, okay, uh, he's going to... He's not really pleased that you're twisting his words a little bit. Like He's like, okay, fine, whatever. Well, he fuck you. Been and he says, uh, what of your companions things. that you were with before? Um... They chose to remain in their rooms. They have done nothing wrong. Well, here's the issue. We have received information that one of the residents was trying to age in the less than pleasant folk in this place Mm. uh, and getting out of here. And with all due respect, which who am I to give you respect... Mm. We can't let anybody just go anywhere because we don't know if anybody's actually going to help them get out. These dark forces. And what would happen if someone were to stop some of those dark forces from leaving? Well, that seems rather impossible, but if that were the case, then we could honor them in one way or another. If they're on this floor, maybe we could talk about a promotion to a higher level, or if the circumstances were proper, then maybe a second opportunity back on Earth. But that's ridiculous. I did it. See all this blood? Excuse me. I would like to present the scroll that I took off the body of, um... Nomad. 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 Uh, this person is going to recognize and the scroll. And say that I believe this belongs in your custody, which it's hard for me to get out that information. I know. But, uh, the he's going to take the scroll in his hand and look at you, and his eyes are very cold, very, mm-hmm. like, like, this is not a... Oh, 
look of somebody with a more uh, mortal life mm-hmm. by any mm-hmm. means. And he's going to say, where did you get this? When myself and my companions stopped the very forces that you're trying to speak of from manipulating us and escaping this realm. <clears throat> well, I'm going to take this upstairs, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have a word with those in power, and we shall see about reassignment. He's going to take a step back, he's going to hook his uh, mace onto his hip, and mm-hmm. med- giant white pearl wings are going to oh, burst from his back, yes. and he's going to just turn around and fly straight up at incredible mm-hmm. speeds. Uh, basically, Deva, uh, yeah. Diva, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him. Um, some time passes. I'll say you probably can give yourself a short rest. It doesn't really matter. About that, and uh, a different person comes down. His skin um, looks, he looks very human, but uh, he's wearing very elegant white robes with golden adornment and his you know, flashy white wings. And he approaches you and says, you're the ones who stopped the... Uh, ow, mother trucker. Oh, please. The uh, hellish beasts from coming to the surface. You realize you stopped essentially Armageddon, correct? Had you have gone back, your world would have been destroyed. If you could have gotten back. That being said, do you want to go back? Yes! Or you come upstairs. I know you're all about knowledge. Mm, oh no! You have a very, very, very vast library of infinite knowledge. But I can understand the desire to partake in human. Oh, I have activity. no love for the human world. However, Ow. I may need to make a phone call. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm from can... 2010. I can say phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you don't know what a phone is, but it sounds important and necessary for everybody for some reason. She's gone delirious. Very well. Do you have any idea sure what she's talking about? Okay. And what of you two? Yes. Okay. There are two things that I need if I do go upstairs. Okay. Booze and boobs. On yourself? That can happen. The problem is uh, we are very pure and divine up there. The Send me back! (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, it's like dogma with Alan Rickman just like having to spit out the tequila because angels are no longer allowed to imbibe alcohol. And for you, tall warrior. I'm unsure. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that is why you are placed here. I think I'll go back. Alright. And Druid? I believe I will go back as well. I had a mission. Mm -hmm. Alright. Well... You won't remember much of your time up here. Very little, actually. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) And even if I did, I'd make sure I didn't. (laughs) 
That being said, uh, there will be a blessing put, put, uh, put upon you. Um, you shall live out the rest of your lives without illness. And when you come back, maybe you'll earn your place up top. Without having to go through this middle ground again. That sounds good to me. Alright, and he's going to gesture his hand and you're going to see the door just... It's going to make this loud boom! And, and it's just this big, murky, cloudy area beyond it. But you can feel a sense of home from the other side of it. Cool. Is that the end? It's about to be. I feel like Goodbye. Gonna, like walk through there, the door like one at a time. It was fun. You're cool. You're cool. You're a bitch. <laughs> I'm walking towards the door. Okay, you go. Any final farewells for you? <laughs> I'm really torn of what to do. Maddie and I were joking about making Orofina and Nori lovers because they're from the same century. And Orofina's in her room. Yeah. You can choose to stay. It's an eternity of purgatory, but... There's no real... Anything. It's arguably worse than hell. <laughs> yeah, minus, minus the torture. At least you have companionship that way. Yeah. I think Nori's probably... Just gonna thank everybody. And then she's gonna go back home. Because she wants to figure out... Why she landed there. Oh, yeah, someone stabbed you in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, going to say I'm... before she leaves, I'm going to say, just make sure to watch your back. Yeah, and, uh, I um, maybe, maybe when I get back, the, the books will be different. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any final words, Sarah, uh, Sam? Bye, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, elf. All right, your phone call. Yeah, and basically, I want to call up my um, my patron. Ben real. What would you like to say? Um, what I I would like to ask them if they knew what happened to me in the Feywild. If they had something to do with it, or if they, oh, like if they your... were aware that I'd even left the plane, essentially, mm. because I, I am like in service to them, right. so uh, if I just suddenly disappeared. Okay, so uh, you're gonna feel this telepathic connection, and this voice is gonna echo. Who is it? What do you want? Hello? It's it's me. It's Quantiato. What are you gonna get here? You said you'd be here an hour ago. <laughs> um. Well, something must have happened to me. The last thing I remember is that I was stepping into the Feywild, as I have done many times before, and then I found myself somewhere else. I was wondering if you could tell me what had happened, but it seems that you are no more aware than I am. Listen. Some things are beyond my control. Where are you now? Um, a place called Interin. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck! <laughs> well, the thing is, 
I have been given a choice. I may either stay here and study their books upstairs, or I may return. Um, and I am wondering what it is that you wish of me. <sighs> you know, I've been watching you for a while. Mm-hmm. To be completely honest, always watching you. <laughs> you uh, you come and go so frequently. You've kind of become a bit of a pest. So Ooh. I've got everything that I've given you. You. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. What does your heart say? I have not listened to my heart for a long time. I merely search for knowledge and. Um, and I, and the power that you have given me in, uh, in honor of serving you. Well, you have my blessing. Mm. It was a pleasure. And I'm sure we'll see each other. The angels and I, we go out sometimes. They're no fun, but we go out. Well, and, okay, as soon as they would say that, I would be inclined to stay, especially because if they can show up here, mm -hmm. and I'm still technically in service to them, mm -hmm. they can get me out whenever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, best of both worlds? <laughs> that is what I needed to hear. I'll just be like, okay, well, I'm sure I will see you when I see you then. Sounds good. Uh, the connection's going to be severed, and uh, this archangel or whatever, uh, gestures behind him, and mm -hmm. the, you feel like a warm energy coming down from the top I am on my way! Pretty much. <laughs> and he says, come, you have a long time ahead of you. And I will uh, just kind of like, the corners of my mouth will smile just slightly, mm -hmm. and my eyes will kind of like have that excited look in them, which I <laughs> haven't done like the whole time, because... Oh. I am very curious about what I'm going to get to read. And with that, we are going to close. We're going to end Woo! it here. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I uh, hope listeners at home enjoyed it as well. Um, hopefully we can make the next couple actual uh, Esther Omnia Zeno sessions uh, go well. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, remember to wash your hands, be kind to others, and uh, have an excellent day. Hell Six feet, yeah. people. Six feet. Six feet. Bye.